is going to drop the throw. Fires deep along the right sideline for Alec, Alec Pierce. Pierce. He's got it. Touchdown! Touchdown! Alec Pierce spikes it into the end zone. Touchdown! I-N-D-Y! A 32-yard grab over the shoulder snag. I would never get tired of that intro. It was dope <laughs> to see a 60-yard one recently. Yeah, dude, I still love that intro. I can't wait to replace that one with uh, someone from AR to whoever. I don't care who it's to. I don't care. But, hey, good evening, everybody. It is the crew. We are back. Uh, Tonight, we don't have anything crazy scheduled. So, tonight, we're just going to talk Q&A. So, comments. Everybody in the comments, make sure you just bring your questions. We're just going to talk and bullshit tonight. How is everybody doing? Oh, man, I'm awesome. We just got back from, like, a uh, flea market. Been out there all day. I've been drinking and soaking up some sun, so it's been awesome. Hope you guys have been having a great weekend so far. It's been fun for me. It's hot. Yeah, it's hot. <laughs> it's hot. Well, you're lucky I even made it, man. I was in the pool with the kids most of the day. I was yeah. all asleep. That's the right there. <laughs> Tell you, they went to go take a nap, and then I went to go work on a car. You need a couple of these, and you'd be all right. Nah, trying not to do that. Is that more soju shit? Is that what? Is that more soju? No, 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 this is whiskey and coke. Okay, there you go. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I got bourbon now. Yeah, American this time. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm trying to stay away from that. Bro. I got uh, some Celsius. That's good stuff, too. That's good stuff. I drink one every day, just about. I'm, I'm, I'm drinking this, you know, because I don't drink alcohol. So this is it. <laughs> Hey, uh, breaking news. Um, Hold on, breaking news. Breaking news. We have a special guest on tonight. Oh, uh, Damon. I ain't a special guest, bro. Relax. Hey, 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 listen, this is breaking news. After formally meeting with Jim Ursay, running back Jonathan Taylor has officially requested a trade from the Indianapolis Colts. Seriously? Seriously. Where are you seeing that? Yeah. This is just being reported by Ian Rappaport. On NFL Network, Jonathan Taylor has requested. No. Yeah, I'm I seeing mean, it too. Bye. Get the stepping, Felicia. I don't. Well, see. I think I know what we're talking about today, boys. Yeah, sounds like we're going back at the running back spot. That is just now. That literally just dropped as we went it, live. It literally just broke right now. Jonathan Taylor is. Four I don't see anything, but I do see that uh, Shane Steichen is live right now. Look at uh, Ian Rappaport's uh, Twitter. Bro. I don't, have, I don't have Twitter. This is fucking – this is not good for us at all, man. No. <laughs> <laughs> if we're just going to be real here, this is uh, this is our guiding light. I'm not mad about it. No, 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 no. I said I'm not mad about it because, Bro, like – what what could we yield back in return to provide better results? For, honestly, on the field, probably nothing. Have, we don't have but, an answer for that. That's the but issue. Draft pick, but draft pick-wise – I mean, if this is what we pay Steichen to do, get it figured out. I I get it. I get it. I mean, obviously, we have, uh, like, we're, we're all excited about the Evan Ole kid, but, man, like, just what, last week or the week before, we were talking about you can't replace JT. If you get rid of him, all you're going to do for the next couple years That's not what I said. That's what I said. That's not what I said. Replace him. Every, every running back is replaceable. That's the I issue. mean, he can be replaced. It just yeah. – it's not going to be – Yep. The way in which so they so saw. The issue, yeah. issue is, the issue is, is we didn't prepare to replace him. Right. 
we thought so we like, had more time. If, if we did it like these owners have been doing it, where you keep the guy for five years and then you draft somebody to replace him, sure. But we weren't planning on doing that. I mean, unless Evan Hole is the guy. I think he is. So I guess there was something that I missed. Uh, I guess Jim Mersey met with the media and he said, if I die tonight, Jonathan Taylor is out of the league. No one's going to miss us. The league goes on. We know that, man. The National Football League rolls on. It doesn't matter who comes and who goes. It's a privilege to be a part of it. I mean, he's not wrong. He's not. He's, he's not. not. Wrong. It's like, it's it's like not. he said this too. It's not about talking about individual contract situations. It's about getting ready as soon as we can for the season. I'm not going to talk specifically about right time, wrong time. I'm hoping we can pull this shit together and be together for the season. Like, hey, if Jonathan Taylor wants to play out, you know, play him. If he wants traded, the Colts don't have to. He's under contract. So the Colts can keep him all year and field offers all year and then get nothing and let him walk. And if yeah, technically, if they if they really want to, they can tag him. Where does this fucking come from, bro? This doesn't make that, any sense. I think it's that agent, man. Jonathan I, wants I think that agent is whispering in his ear. And, and, well, but I, I just I feel like he would have got paid. Like we were just talking about this before we went live. It's like if he played this year out, he played well. Like Jim Ursay takes care of Colts yeah. that play well. He's so pay. he would have got a fair a, a fair deal for a running back. You know, maybe not twenty million dollars, but like he would have got a good deal. I wonder if on the bus that was a conference call with JT's now, agent, JT, Ursay, hey, and representatives. You, so you guys want to know the crazy part about his agent, right? His agent is a Miami Dolphins fan. Yeah, like he's from Miami. Yeah, born and bred. Everybody keeps talking about him going to Miami, and Miami's been looking for a running back for a while. But that's my thing. Have them. They can't afford to pay them all. That's that's fine. You can go ahead and uh, give me a a first rounder. I'll take Jalen Waddle in a first round pick. That's that's the problem. They don't have they don't have picks. Yeah, they, they, so, they, don't, they don't have hey, hey, give me give me Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, and we can call it. Right, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. If that was the deal, sure, but no, they're, they're we're gonna get like a a third for this guy if we're lucky. Like, that's no, yeah, hey, I'll take, hey, I'll take, hey, 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 not a third round. I'll take Raheem Mostert and Jalen Waddle. Yeah, yo, like Jalen Waddle's not up for discussion though. Like, there's no way. Okay, but, that's not our problem. That means Jonathan Taylor ain't got a market. This is right. fucking. I mean, wild. I mean, that's, but, right. I mean, that's, but that's, like, that's still not a positive for us because that just takes away. That's just another distraction. This whole issue is trying to develop. Like this whole issue is is that Jonathan Taylor doesn't have a market to begin with. That's the reason right. he wants to be traded. Yeah. Yes, but then he, no one's going to trade for it. So exactly. <laughs> so he's screwed. He's so he's screwed. He put and himself it, 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 in a corner, and he the only way he gets out of it is doing exactly what he doesn't want to do, and that's shut up and play. Yeah, and let's say let's say this, right? Because you got to look at it too. I know this isn't the ideal way we wanted to go into the season, but we have guys in the running back room that were able to do it when Jonathan Taylor was down. So right. even if he requests trade, he sits out. Yeah, it's not just that one guy that makes those big plays that we need. It's multiple that are going to do it. So that's I stand different here. That's fine. Well, I mean, but it's proven. It's well, proven. Damon, that it's I understand. I'm not going to panic. I'm Can not going to panic. Yeah, go ahead. Can I explain? Go ahead. They could do it, Matt. You're 100% right there. But doing it and being fucking great at it are two different things. That's like saying I have a daily driver. It's a Ford F-150 that gets me to work every day. But I have a Ferrari outside that's going to get me to work 100 times fucking faster. Listen, and that's uh, fine. 80 yards into 150 yards, one is getting the yards, and the other one is demolishing a team. Yeah. I just don't all think you need, we have all you is need, supplemental. 
But we're but we're not even a playoff contender. We're not team. even legit, bro. We're all we're we need is fine. Hold on, all we need is efficiency. Yeah, that's all we need right now. Yep, and, and I'm not gonna fact, panic. Whoever, I just like this whoever, for AR too, you know. Yeah, but whoever wants to trade with us, like you got to give it up. Like Jonathan Taylor's yeah. on a four million dollar deal. You get a yeah. pro pro bowler who's on his rookie deal, and you get to choose what you want to do with him. Here's the like, thing: that's too. not that's not our problem. You have to offer that up. Um, and yes, Eric uh, Chrisfield, thanks for coming here. We need to get to some of these comments here before we pass some people over. Uh, anyone just see the breaking news? Yes, we actually just broke it here. I saw it actually as we were sharing this around. Um, we just saw it, and I don't think anybody really on here has a problem with the show. Like, we just got our quarterback. We don't know if he's a guy or not. Right. It's like, why are we going to sit here and battle and pertain and argue over a position that obviously multiple GMs have said that they will replace very quickly? So, me, I've never seen this as an issue. Is yes, I wanted to be the guy to pay Jonathan Taylor, but at the same time, if you're going to request a trade, hey, what are you giving up? Yeah, obviously, we've been hearing a lot of Miami. If they want to swing over a Jalen Waddle, let's get the deal done. I think my um, thoughts are I don't know, I don't know who else is looking forward. I think the Jets they were looking at Dalvin Cook, right? I'll take Brees Hall. Um, yeah, uh, uh, we have some other teams around the league. Like, what are you willing to give up? Because I don't know That's if just the Jets, pretty much what it is. I don't know if the Jets are going to be willing to give up anything for Jonathan Taylor when they're about to sign up on Dalvin Cook. So, uh, I mean, well, that's that's almost as but, good as done. Well, they're trying to pay him eleven million. So, what would you do? Take it back trade? off a four-year deal where you can just let Jonathan Taylor yeah. come in and run. So you want to trade? You want to? You want to trade more away? To yeah. Instead of instead of bring in. A guy that's a free agent? Nah. Why not? He's I'll he's gonna be on a one year. He's gonna be on a one year deal regardless. So why not? Yeah. I, yeah. Instead of instead of paying Dalvin Cook, who's three years older, paying you're not him gonna, seven million dollars more. When when you're trying for to trade deal, but you got to look at it from New York's perspective at this point. Perspective like with New York, they're trying to build a roster right now, not trade. No, away. they're trying to win a championship. Oh, no, yeah, hold on, hold on. They're trying mm-hmm. to build a roster right now. They're trying to win a championship with that roster. They're not trying to trade away a valuable piece to that roster for Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. But Instead, my, they're just it, going to add to it when they just opened money by restructuring Aaron Rodgers' deal, and he just lost thirty-five million. But can I be so, honest so with Matt, you? So Matt, I understand what Jonathan you're saying. Taylor or or Delvin Cook. Which one are you taking? I'm Jonathan gonna take Taylor. I'm, go- I'm no, taking JT I'm, two days on Sunday back to back every day. That's fine, for, for, but, for but you have to look at it from and three year and three years younger. I don't agree with it from from New York's don't perspective. Even have to, and then you don't I, even have to I pay Brees Hall. I don't even care. You're about saving thirty five million, so it's like, okay, where did we not go good with Aaron Rodgers? You got thirty five million dollars sitting there to pay whoever else you want to bring in instead of paying Dalvin Cook eleven million. You just trade for a ton of Taylor. You're paying him seven million dollars less to do the same yeah. amount of work that you're going to get from Brees Hall. They're just—they're so not going to give. So they're not going to give say, up that value. So even if you say, "Okay, we'll have JT for one year and let him walk," you still got a Brees Hall sitting well, in your back. If you're talking it from they're a value gonna, standpoint, Matt, you're right. We're not going to get very much, if anything. I think the Colts will get, if they're lucky, a third to a fourth round pick out of this, yeah, because that's it. running backs have zero value on the market. None, but I do think yes, losing Jonathan Taylor's production is huge for Indianapolis, especially for AR's development. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking oh, I, about I'm talking about from New York's perspective. Oh, they're right. Not, they're not going to trade right. away their value for right. that, right? Because right. Right. because you know how Chris Ballard and Jim Mercy are. They're stingy. With a guy like Jonathan Taylor, they're not just going to 
lay lay right. away and give you whatever. That anonymous, that anonymous to somebody, statement. To somebody like thousand, New York. Right. That anonymous statement where it says I'll draft a guy in the first round and tag him and send him on his way. That's hundred yeah. percent of Chris Ballard saying. Like that but, is Chris Ballard. But now if you look at somebody on the NFC side or somebody who's not potentially in our way, then I yeah, mean, maybe. Who would other than San Francisco? In Philadelphia, who really isn't competing on the NFC side? Detroit, he would be badass in Detroit. Detroit, they have like three running backs. But would, but that's they the thing. do. What would Detroit? The give Rams, up? the Rams, they need a running back more than probably. I mean, look, I mean, look, it, it, it doesn't. There's like 31 teams that saw this and their eyebrows went up. Even if they have guys, like every team is gonna call about it, right? Uh, offering a fucking fourth rounder, like we're. I think the best scenario for us is to just get it done as quick as possible. Absolutely. Focus on like. I don't give a shit. I know we're not getting anything back. I give a shit. Like, JT's one of my favorite players. I fucking hate this right now. He's the best I, player I, on our team. Yeah, I'm fucking he's the best player upset on our team, about bro. this. No, but second best. If this is how the it's going to go, like, yeah, he's, he's the best. Take the deal, get him no argument to me. And, like, let's move I, on. I guess I'm not mad about this because, like, oh, I, truly, I truly think that our offensive line will be improved. And I truly believe that, like, we're going to lean on AR anyway. To me, this is confirmation that AR starting day one, week one, because of the simple fact that he's mobile. And they're going to use his mobility in the run game because he gives you a legit mobile run game threat day one. And then you have Hall, you have Moss, you have Jackson, and I assume we'll sign another running back after this, after JT's gone, unless we get one traded who – will be a valuable asset. It's going to have to be. And if we don't get anything for him, hey, man, thanks. But the way I see it, out of sight, out of mind, if that's what he wanted, hey, that's on JT. All he can do now is, you know, just shut up and play. So real quick here, we got a new commenter, uh, James Timms. Hey, guys, how do you think the Colts are going to do this season? Who do you think is going to have the biggest impact (laughs) on the team? Well, I, th- I think we're seeing a pretty big impact right now. Yeah. <laughs> JT fucking leaving is going to have some, somewhat of a, a major impact on how this team moves forward. Whether I we think defensively, we're in a good spot. Um, yeah. If we can get – offensively, if we can just get a consistent running game, a value running game, not necessarily a, a running game that has one guy who gets 100 yards, but it's, know, it's multiple – if I, it, it, it's more than that though. Like I, I understand what you guys are saying. The, the numbers are replaceable. They are between the fucking three guys that we have and whoever else we bring in. We can get a hundred yards rushing. We can get one hundred twenty yards rushing w- between all of them. But none of those guys bring that threat. No, none of, the, none of those guys bring that one no. that one cut no. that can end the game. Like JT, JT has that special. That's, that's yeah. my issue there. JT special in that, and that can't be argued. Like no one can argue that he touched the ball one time. It could possibly be yeah. six. Like I, every single time, yeah. I, I don't like Jim Ursay handling this the way he did, bro. No, I mean, this, not at all. This, this is this is not good. I'm I'm reading up right now on some of the stuff that he's saying. It, this this guy seems like he is blowing a point three at the moment talking. So I, I I highly I highly doubt he made any situation better. I think that he only made this worse, bro. I I, I don't think that JT was. I don't think JT wins that conversation won a trade. That's just my opinion, and maybe we'll find out more about it. But you think he called him on his BS? Honestly, honestly, I think this could be very like a Lamar Jackson situation where you're just requesting the trade to make these guys move. Yeah. You know, you make somebody's feet hot, you make somebody's feet hot, what are they gonna do? They're gonna dance. So it's like right. it's like either you respect my value and you trade me, you call my bluff, 
more, you pay me. Like, obviously, he just said before training camp started that he wants to be a Colt for his career. Like Lamar Jackson has said, what did he also do? He requested a trade. Austin Eckler, what did he do? Requested a trade. Didn't get traded. Buda Baker, what did he do? He requested, requested a, trade. a trade. So this is just one of those things where the Colts haters are just going to love to feed off of this. Right. I'm going to sit here and argue to the point that, oh, he requested a trade, blah, 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 blah. So you guys are in the mud now, blah, blah, blah. Like there's been plenty of people who asked for a trade and, and it went a way that they didn't want to. At the end of the day, you still got to see it play out. So if he gets traded, I mean, like, like I, I we, we want Jonathan Taylor. We think it's going to be better for the development of AY. Right. Am I sitting here dying if we trade Jonathan Taylor? No. Bro, We've traded Eric Dickerson. We've traded mm-hmm. Marshall Falk. We've let Edgerton James. James walk. Like, I mean, we let Peyton Manning walk, bro, that I didn't want to walk. Like, at the end of the day, the team will still move forward. So it's like, do I want Jonathan Taylor? Yes, I do. I want him on this team. But only but like, one of those times that our team like, ever get better. Exactly. So it's like, at the end but of the day. But that's my issue, if, too, though. I mean, I mean, but it's like, really, what are we expecting, though? Like if we if we end up winning three games, guess what? I'm cheering because we about to get Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah, so like like everybody keeps everybody keeps acting like I'm going to be mad if we don't have some major successful season when I don't think we're gonna win much any anyway. So if we let go of JT, that's literally just development for everywhere else. And guess what? There will be another running back who comes out that will be like John Taylor who. Like, I mean, I mean, like at the end of the day, you're going to move on. Like if this was DeForest Buckner, yeah, I'd probably be. Yeah, I'd, oh, probably, yeah. Be, I'd, I'd probably be. I'm I'd, I'd, I'd be. I'd be. I'd be crying. pretty upset right now. Like I'm I'd, crying. I'd be one better. I if mean, this was I'd, Michael Pittman Jr., I would be more upset than it was no. Jonathan Taylor. Oh, I just no, 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 I would. I would. I would. I know. I. I know. I shit. I know. I shit on on Pittman Jr. all the time. So I feel like losing. Pittman Jr. would be a bigger loss than losing Jonathan Taylor. That's that's definitely that, not that. You, yes, yeah. No, here's why. Here, no here's way. why I, I've said it before. No Please explain. You can, you can replace a run game. They will do enough to supplement a run game, but quality receivers like Pittman Jr. who consistently get open, consistently make tough catches, and consistently are a reliable asset for a quarterback. They don't come around very often. But it's no, true. there's like they twelve don't. of them. There's like twelve Bro. to fifteen guys exactly like MPJ in the league. There's like three. Where, guys like are JT. they all available? Are they all available on free agency right now? Is are anyone like JT available? In my opinion, in, in my opinion, like I agree with Trev. There's like twelve or fifteen guys that are just like MPJ. Right. MPJ style. Hold on. MPJ style is easily replaceable. Nah, easily. Replaceable. There's impact. only. There's only about. I would actually say there's only one running back in the NFL today that's just like Jonathan Taylor, and that Nick man Chubb. is Nick Chubb. That's it. Derrick Hen- Derrick Henry's not. Derrick Henry's just a big one Again. trick pony, you know. I, but I was never a fan of paying running backs. I'm not going to be a fan of paying running backs now. But to me, I don't look at this as a loss. I I, like, I really don't see it as a loss. I see it so, as a gain. It's a short term loss. It's a capital gain because you know, what comes of this is overall player development and potential to fill other areas. So, like, I'm not going to get mad. You know, in my opinion, that's the same with MPJ. I know Trevor wants to go real quick. So, I don't think it's the same as MPJ because, obviously, we've seen more production out of JT than we've seen out of MPJ. Yeah, but running back's the easiest position to fix. No, I I get what you're saying. I'm just saying I just don't see it as the same type of value there. Um, Go ahead, Trevor. 
Yeah, I just I don't want to I don't want to do the thing. I understand what you're saying, Zach. I'm not coming at you. I just I know a lot of fans do this where like a player wants out. Like we saw the Ravens do this just now with Lamar Jackson. Uh, whenever a player like expresses something like they want out or they want something that doesn't align with the team, like the fans just switch up on him and they're like, "Oh fuck this guy. He was never that good anyway." Like JT is that good, dude. Like. We we can't act like he's not. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, you can you can tell that by looking at our viewers and looking at the comments right now. So yeah, is, is is it, fans turn so quick. And, and I want to I want to answer this one real quick. Why pay two or three guys to do what one guy can do? That's a simple answer. You're not paying two or three guys to do what one guy can do. Those two or three that. guys are already there. They're not being paid to do that. They were being paid to be the backups. Now they're just there to play their position. They're not being paid to do what Jonathan Taylor can do because that's impossible. Evan Hull, RB at one. Let's go. Oh, you know what? I was also I about to say, as a matter of fact, for Jonathan Taylor to request a trade is pretty crazy right now because he's on the pup list. Who? Yeah. You, Jonathan Taylor, you physically aren't even allowed to play right now and you request a trade like you, yeah, you basically he has to pass just a shot your value. Yeah. Yeah. He would have yeah. to pass a physical to even yeah. be traded. So it's like Colts so have for, all the leverage the, in this situation. Yeah, so I'm saying for the Colts to even want to trade you, basically any team can sit here and say, well, he's physically unable to perform, so we don't value him, so we'll give you a seventh-round pick for him. That doesn't give I, the Colts any reason to trade JT. But See, I, I agree I agree with James down here. He says Zach Moss will be just fine. I think Zach Moss I, will be just fine too. Now, let me, now let me say this real quick. He will not be Jonathan Taylor, and he will not give you that you know, right. 72 yards when you need it, right. but he'll do just fine to give us our six wins that we all expect to get. Sure. Amber, so, uh, real quick, uh, Tyler uh, Storer here. Um, go get Sanders for a couple of years. He's actually already signed with Carolina, so that's, yeah. that's not an they're, they're uh, option. Uh, Cook, Cook is good as good as um, Cook is good as signed with Cook is good as signed with Cook is good as signed with the Jets. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, he's good at signing with them. He's even said it. He's going to be a Jet. They're just working on contract. Uh, and Zeke, Zeke is in New England right now. I'll lean into a. Uh, I'll lean into Amber's question here too. This is distressing. I looked at top three free agents. Do we consider Cook? He's gone. Elliot looks like he's going to the Patriots or Fournette on a one-year deal. Amber, I don't go with any of them personally. No. Fournette, um, playoff Leaning. Um, yeah. When did and, when did Ian Rappaport not become a legit source? Yeah, yeah, Kevin, that's about as uh, reliable a source as you can get, brother. <laughs> that's woes for the NBA, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Damon, Damon, I absolutely agree, bro. You, you can't, you, you don't sign one of them. Um, no. I think we kind of keep the, I keep, we keep who we have in that room and keep the chemistry going. Who's already, already kind of has a, a foot in the door with the offense here. Um, my biggest thing, guys, um, I know y'all can see I'm pretty pissed. JT is the best player on our team. He is my favorite player. I'm, I'm open willing to argue with anybody that says he's not yeah. the best player. Um, I think Q it's, is. It's for, it's for the develop. It's for the development of AR, in my opinion. Oh um, my the God, workload, the, the workload release, in my opinion. Um, the Colts will not win six games. That's fine and, too. And that's no what we're planning on. I don't understand where people keep going with this nonsense of thinking, saying that the Colts will. I don't care if you said the Colts will win one game or zero this year. I would not be upset. Like I, 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 don't, I, don't there, understand, I don't understand why people keep doing this. Like even like like Titans fans do this too. Like I don't see why people keep saying, Oh, you're gonna suck this year, like and think that's we some know. Kind of insult. like okay. bro, I know like that's just like I don't care. 
Like, dude, as long as I get Marvin Harrison Jr. or the next top tier player in the draft, like I'm not expecting this to be anything. So, so just yeah. going back to what Damon said, like, like this whole situation, like obviously we we're not sitting here saying that JT doesn't matter or we don't care. But I got his, I put his freaking jersey on to show how happy he was at practice, and he just requested a trade. On. <laughs> like you don't think I'm irritated? Hey, by I was smart. Like, I bought a jersey that. today for a man that's not going to get <laughs> traded anytime soon. Yeah. <laughs> Like, like, exactly. Like, you see all the AR5 jerseys. He might not start anytime soon either, but who knows? Exactly. We're not complaining. I'm the only one that sat here and thought he was going to be okay for today. He requested a trade, and I'm still sitting here telling you guys. I'm not sitting here dying over a running back requesting a trade because look at what everybody, every GM has said. And I'm the guy who sat here and argued with everybody on the show outside of Trev. How about saying? Old screen down there uh, with Trev about paying running backs when it's like I wanted to pay the guy because he was valuable. But it's like when you want to sit here and look at every argument against running backs, you just start to look at your argument and you start to think like, well, nobody's going to pay him. Yeah. So at the end of the day, even if we tried to go get into that uh, that 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 um, market that Amber was talking about with the other running backs, um, we're not going to pay Dalvin Cook because he's already at $11 million with the Jets. Yeah. So if you go get into a bidding war with the Jets, we're going to end up paying him 13, 14, 15 million. For a guy who's not even overpay. worth 11. Exactly. Well, I don't, I, I don't know if I, I mean, that'd be a different story. But even if that's the case, it'd be a different argument for the fact that, guess what? If the Colts win three games and we're paying Dalvin Cook 14 million, everybody's going to say, oh, look at Indianapolis, you're stupid, overpaying the running back. So it doesn't matter either way. So just like everybody's talking about, Trade JT to, to Miami. Guess what? Send me Jalen Waddle so my quarterback can have a receiver. I wish. That's, it. Simple, That's the only guy I want. That. Simple as that. I'm not saying that I don't want JT going. Everybody would have already got somebody in, in a different chat on Twitter. Guess what? I never said JT didn't matter. Otherwise, I wouldn't be wearing his freaking jersey. But I'm just telling you this right now. If I can give hi, um, if I could get value for him, I'm going to take it because you obviously don't want to pay a running back. Anymore. Yeah, it, 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 it does put us in somewhat of a tough spot. I mean, as we've addressed, just because GMs don't want to pay this shit. But I think the worst case scenario for us is if this plays out long term and like we can't get anything over like a seven round pick and he stays on the pup list and he's just like this storm cloud hovering over the team. That's what I don't want. So if we're going to trade him, let's get it done with. Let's get whatever we can and let's call it a day. Let's focus on what we said. 15 times already in this episode, development, 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 right? I 100% agree. And this comment right here, a thousand percent agree with. Yeah. Does him being on the pub list, the, the only thing I don't want, I, I want I want this to happen sooner, is for this to drag into the preseason and cause drama. Does him being on the pub list withhold us from getting him traded? No. How does that work? He would, he would, so when the trade goes into talks, right, he would have to go do a physical with a specific team that he's going to be traded to. So, and once they clear him, then he's not, he's off the pup list for them, and we don't have to worry about him. Right. Anymore. We don't have to worry about him anymore. Um, the, the other good thing is that Colts fans need to remember is I know a lot of most trades that happen in the NFL now, players have trade clauses to where they pretty much get to choose where they go. Jonathan Taylor doesn't have that. That's not in his, that doesn't go in rookie deals. So, because he's in a rookie deal, he's going to wherever Indy gets value for him. He, yeah. he doesn't have the, the the option to be like, no, I don't want to go there. 
Yeah, th- this is one of those things we just have to fucking trust Ballard and hope we can get some value back if he ends up being traded. I'm holding here, out. Here, oh, I'm hoping we can work something here's, out. Here's but. the other thing too. Let's 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 go to the other side of it. What if you know Jim Irsay and Jonathan Taylor met in a bus? They talk, and now Jonathan Taylor requests a trade. Right? What if Chris Ballard brings Jonathan Taylor in on Monday, and that request of trade goes away? Yeah. Easily could. The that, owner that, that's why I don't want the those, fans to turn on him either. This is one of those situations where Jim Irsay put his hands in the in the pot where he shouldn't have. He should have just stayed out of out of it and let Chris Ball and let Chris Ballard do his thing. That's the whole reason you hired Chris Ballard. You should have just stayed away. S- stick off Twitter, man. Stay off Twitter. Stop trying to do the big thing and go. You know. Be so personal with your players. Go play your guitars, bro. <laughs> yeah, you hired people to do this job, and now you have Damn players requesting a trade. Yep. Yep. Uh, so I agree completely. Real quick, before we dive in a little bit more of this, uh, Phil Yates reporting, trading Jonathan Taylor is going to be an extremely uh, tricky position. While the Colts don't seem inclined to play at the top of the running back market, there's also going to ask for a steep package in return. Like I've told everybody, we're going to Good. ask for a lot, so it's up for you. Good. Uh, and it says finding a team willing to pay the trade price and the contract that you're going to have to pay him is going to be hard. So for Jonathan Taylor to ask for a trade, this is literally has to be about money. Simply it. So if you're a Colts hater, I feel pretty sorry for you because you're going to have to keep waiting on that hate whatever you wait. So here, here's, here's one of the things I just read that I think is the reason why Taylor is requesting a trade. Because Jim Ursay said, Every player on the team needs to get a fair portion of the cap, right? Sure. And if you look at the history history of what running backs are getting, they don't get a fair piece of the cap for what they do with their position. So that that's the whole th- the whole reason that running backs are having this conversation. It's the whole reason running backs are pissed off. And then you go ahead and you say that to your running back that you're going to get a fair portion. Well, what's a fair portion to you? Because a fair portion. A, on average across the NFL is a seven mil or below. Right. You're you're getting paid less than 90% of your roster, which so he's making me. the median of. Pick me, pick me. I'll take 7 million to run the ball. That's what I'm saying. Me too. But I mean, I know, it, I know it's a jerk move and you're right. The running back position is hyper undervalued for what they do and accomplish. But at the same time, like, they're easily replaceable. So I look at this as, hey, if JT wants to go, that's on JT. Wash your hands of it. Move on. Either get a situation, get something dealt with soon, or you just say, JT, sit out all year then. Become Le'Veon Bell. We don't care. Nah, or, I, I, re- I personally plays, think. Or he plays, shuts up and plays, and then the Colts are like everyone else. Hey, we're going to let you hit free agency, and we'll offer you a competitive contract because nah, that's we all easily- you can do. Right now, we easily look like the Houston Texans, man. Our best player just requested a trade. Like, yeah, I agree. It's, it's, I, I, and I and agree, it's bro. and it's all because it's not even because of our head coach. You know, it's because of our owner who just did the Dallas Cowboys effect and stuck his hands in something that shouldn't be. Yeah, a hundred percent. It's it's, but that's not the point. But that's but not you, the point. You hired. You hired yeah. you're paying. You're paying dudes millions of dollars to do that job. You're paying Chris Ballard millions of dollars to do that job. Who are, who You're are paying Shane Sykin millions of dollars to do that job. Then you have personnel experts that are there to do that job. Contract experts, negotiators. You have all these people in your front office to do this for you. 
And then you, who probably has the least amount of experience in that building to be able to talk to the player, and you go and pull this stunt, and now your player's requesting a trade. This solely falls on Jim Mersey. I think he'll sleep at night just fine. And I look at it like, A, he has to because you're right. He did this. He pulled this stunt. It's on Jimmy. What I also look at it is all like, he probably told Shane and Ballard because they work hand in hand. They're, you can't tell me they don't. Ursay's not going to do something off the cuff like this. Yes, he will. It's Jim yeah, Ursay. I mean, this, 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 all, Jim this, all came from, this all came from J- JT going into his trailer during practice. Right. That, that feels which, which, uh, which, which he was told. To what be I'm saying is I think there was more people that knew of this meeting happening than what we're implying. Now, what happened at the meeting and what was said, they probably weren't aware until, you know, after the fact. Yo, hey, JT wanted traded. But there was more people who probably knew what was going to happen and knew JT and knew Ursay was going to talk with Jonathan, hundred percent. Because no way it was just like a spur of the moment type thing. No so, fucking way. Real quick, because we got a lot of comments here. So yeah, we're getting blown um, up. <laughs> but Kevin Howe here, he says, "What do you guys think JT is worth?" And I think it kind of brings me back to what it says. Uh, one of these down here by Eric down here at the bottom is, "Is I want to test this bluff." Like yeah. me personally, I'm going to test to see if you're going to be a running back willing to miss the entire season to cut out of here. Um, I personally think that when you're a uh, running back, your your value is obviously lower than the second round pick from the jump. Now, when you go to JT's age, in fact, he's all pro when he's on the pup list coming off an injury, you're probably worth a fifth and maybe, just, or not a fifth, but a fourth and another player. Just got um, ankle surgery. Yeah, me personally. Don't even know if that one cut, like, that one step cut is even still there. Exactly. So that's where I'm at with it. I think a fourth and another player would be his true value. But me, if I'm the Colts, I'm gonna test your fucking bluff. Hardball. Hardball. Like honestly, I, I like look, I got you for three years right now, dog. You're gonna miss this season. I will franchise tag you next season, and, and I'll franchise you tag the next season after that. And guess what? If you don't show up, I don't have to pay you a Dying. Nope. And your career is uh, over. Dying. So, so by <laughs> time you, you come back to play, you will be 27 years old. And nobody can just go about it this way. So, I mean, I, I know it's, it's it's a sticky situation to have to want to play it that way. But me, honestly, that would be the way to go about it. And honestly, I'm going to tell you guys right now, I'm not a GM. And I'm the guy that's wearing Jonathan Taylor's jersey. But I can tell you right now, this situation to me, it's, it's retarded. It's your turn. You got it a whole nother year. Just go out there and ball out and you get paid. That, that's how yeah. I was simply. That's all that's it. all that's all even uh, Jim was was even telling him. Just yeah. just play. Don't yeah. worry about all this this crap going on in the media when it comes to running backs. Just play. Dude, I, I you can't, play, we'll pay. Like it's yeah. as simple as that. I can't help but feel like something happened in that trailer where JT felt like disrespected, or maybe it's the yep. way that Ursay relayed that because Ursay talks too like, much. Yeah, and and, and JT Ursay, takes that like, oh, you don't value me. You want to say fuck you to me, so I'm out. Like, it, you know what? It, it he, you know what probably stuff. happened was he offered JT a sausage, and he even said he doesn't know how to make sausage. Jonathan Taylor ate that it's shit done. and was right like, "I'm there. done. I want to trade." <laughs> That's you it, know, right there. you know how it's supposed to be a fifty-fifty <laughs> with fat and not and not fat. You know, it's supposed to be fifty right. fat, fifty percent fat. Well, it depends. Or seventy-five, twenty-five. Because that's yeah, like 75, and, and, you know. Big sausage podcast right here. Yeah, it's supposed to be like 70%, I think, lean. Stop and it. Stop you probably it. did the 50-50 thing. And now probably so. Yeah. Yeah, no, so I think, this is, I think this was the point that, that Ursay came out to the media and basically said, look, man, 
if you don't play, if I die tomorrow, we're both gone and nobody's going to care. Like, obviously, if I'm a person who has to go out there and work the next day, I don't want to hear that shit from my boss. Yeah. Like, you're a billionaire. You're making the money off of me and my name. Like, I don't want to hear that. So that that, that obviously probably contributed. That probably contributed to a lot. But the fact that Jonathan Taylor would even have it in his mind to go request a trade, this is obviously, obviously something that's been on his mind. Um, so uh, just like he says here, Ursay wasn't worried about what he says. Running backs are a dime a dozen. Zach has been saying this for a long time. Matt has obviously been on the side of fans John Jonathan Taylor, but he's obviously said the same thing, like running backs come a dime a dozen. Uh, uh, Damon and Trev have been with me, kind of been like being on the side of JT. Uh, Damon's more so like, I want to pay the guy, but if he wants to walk, I want to get some value for him. And Trev has been with me on the fact that we should just pay JT regardless. But again, I, like I'll tell you guys, I've been on the running back side the whole entire time. With every argument, I go further and further in reading into the situation. There is nothing that you can find that will sit here and say, oh, yeah, this is legit. We should overpay this guy. Every other position will break the bank and overpay for whatever reason, and it will show up. There's not one that you can find me for running back. Go ahead, Damien, from there. Man, I, I don't know what else to really say based upon this. I mean, I think we're we're making lemonade out of lemons right now, um, kind of just what we, with what we know, to be honest with you. So I'm kind of interested to see where this kind of goes from here. Um I don't know. I, I think that I, I think that we're gonna try to figure something out first. I do. I hope, man. I, 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 really I, think, I, think, I think Chris Ballard instantly jumped on the phone and called Please, Jonathan yeah. Taylor. And, and ba- Ballard's a professional man, like, and he, he's a much more of a people person, in my opinion, than Ursay is, just because Ursay seems like so rich and like out of touch. He doesn't know how he comes off to people. So I'm hoping Ballard can get him in a room explain the situation, calm him down, and, like, work something out because the dude's just so fucking good, man. I, w- I would hate to see him go for a fourth rounder like we probably get. But, again, if, if that's the situation, let's fucking send it and let's get it over with. Yeah, I agree with DeMarco. Why? Like, why? Colts have all the leverage, regardless of Jonathan Taylor's personal feelings about Ursay, because in this situation, feelings don't matter. You, you are paid to play. You show up, you do your job. When you're not hurt, you play. If you want your money, you let your play do your talking. You know, sadly, as some might say that, I mean, that is it, this isn't the NBA, all right? It's not a player's league. This league, I hate to say it, is ran by the owners. The owners are in everything. So, like, uh, Yeah, I actually got into a little uh, spat with a, a, a Twitter person about that because somebody said something about owners or whatever and i was like dude owners can do what they want bro they yeah. own the team owners somebody owners mentioned something about a gm but it, like an owner can push a gm yeah. to the side yeah. just say shut the hell up dude I'm, is, I'm gonna do what in, i want to my in team. my opinion yeah this is ursay saying i'm gonna do what i want to i'm gonna tell him straight so he knows what the boundaries are and if he's gonna continue to push the boundaries that's on him but i i told him exactly what it was and what the expectations were and what to expect and yeah, see, imagine if I didn't like that. And imagine 
why he did what he did. Imagine if me and Trev went to the U.S. government and said, hey, uh, you don't pay me enough, so I want to be traded to Australia oh. where they pay us. I got some things to tell them. You know what I'm saying? Imagine the U.S. government be like, mm-hmm, sit your yeah, ass. Sit your ass 45 down, and 45, shut the fuck up. You, you know <laughs> what? I'm going to actually, actually make you pay a t- take a pay cut. You're gonna do yeah, it would be uh, you know fourteen <laughs> days, fourteen days no pay. <laughs> yeah, so that's the, that's the, that's the problem where I have with it because it's like me, like like I said to you guys, like I thought JT would be the guy that wouldn't take this route. So Same. to me, in my opinion, once you take this route, your character's like oh, like no, you, you just put it into a business mode. Yeah. Now I'm like now, now I'm like business. now I'm like guess what? You can do what you want to do, bro. I just told you what was gonna happen. So now. I'm going to deny your trade requests, like they just said here, and you're going to sit here on this bench for the next three years, and then when you decide to come back and play, guess what? Nobody's going to want you. And I know that sounds harsh, but it's like, I thought you were going to be a team guy for me. You just come out here and show me for one year that you are that same guy that I thought I was going to have in 2021. You get paid. You get what you want. Yeah, but so the, the it's just the timeline's so weird because it's like, it is so in weird, the, bro. In the spring, he was like, oh, I want to be an Indy forever. Like, I don't want to leave Indianapolis. And then all of a sudden, all this stuff starts happening with all these running backs not getting paid. And then, and then boom, now he's requesting a trade. It's just this 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 agent of his is just ridiculous. Yes, Adrian he's is fucking true. him over, man. He's fucking yeah. him over. Like, this is putting JT in a worse position. Hey, Trev, go ahead and answer this question for us. Uh, so Justin comments, where would you rank JT's skill? Is he as good as Derrick Henry? If so, he needs to get paid. So, yeah, I mean, his career year, uh, what what was it, 21, when he had like 18, 1,800 yards, uh, however many touchdowns. 18 touchdowns. 2,300 <laughs> yeah. all-purpose yards. Insane, right? Like, he was as good as Derrick Henry, in my opinion, that year. They were 1A and 1B. Uh, so where you rank his skill, he's top three running backs in the league between Henry, Chubb, and himself, in my opinion. You could argue CMC, but whatever. Yeah, he deserves to be paid, but unfortunately, that's not where we're at in the league. That's not what the position is getting, and he's kind of putting himself in the worst position now by requesting a trade with all these factors that we've mentioned. So he deserves to get paid. Is he going to? That's the big question now, right? And he's, he's put himself in the worst position to receive that payday that he deserves. Now, I want to I wanna make a comment on this. Hold on. Go back to that comment. Go back to that. Go back to that. I'm going to answer this because I'm going to talk at it from a GM perspective or from the mindset of looking at things financially, everybody knows what the franchise tag is supposed to be, right? Like it's 10. supposed to one. Uh, yeah. 10 point but, one. but it's for each position, right? Because yeah. not for, uh, for each up, each position, for each position is, is different it's from the right. top. It's the yeah. average from the top five. at those positions. Right. So why would you not pay him more than that? Right. Why would you not pay him more than the franchise tag? Like we've all said here before, we would pay him 13 mil. It makes zero sense that Chris Ballard wouldn't pay him. I because think Ballard, he's I think Ballard would. He is top five. I had him when I went through and I and I did my numbers and said this is what I would pay him. I had him being paid in the top three. Yeah. No, he's 14 and a half million. That's the highest cap I would give him. I would give him 14 and a half million a year if I absolutely but, had to pay JT and he's healthy. That's the money he deserves. So, see, my problem with is with the pay is though, players will accept that money, right? But the problem is, is when you're accepting the money, your job is to take the next stepping stone for the next guy. 
So they're trying to reset the market, which yep. each time they get paid is the problem. So the problem for some of these running backs right now is like Josh Jacobs, like I was telling you guys, he turned down the 12 million. A their year. job, their job is to move up and accept 16.2 million and pass Christian McCaffrey. That's, that's the problem. That yeah, see, that's the problem we're having right now. Right. So it's like a guy like Josh Jacobs, it's like he's already out. Yeah. So it's like if you're not going to play, then boom, the next guy instantly becomes JT. And if JT doesn't play, then it's like, like, what are we doing? Like, this is this goes back to Le'Veon Bell, just like I was telling you guys. If he accepted, if he accepted that $14 million deal, running backs would already be up to 16. Easy. They'd probably be like and, 20. And that's what I'm saying. So it's like if they don't accept these deals to slowly move it up, you're just not getting it. Like you're gonna yeah. keep getting franchise tagged. Yeah. They're until, shooting themselves in the foot until, until yeah. you're absolutely done. And so, uh, just to piggyback off of what Trev said, it's like, yeah, you can look at the numbers and you look at the average per year. Yeah, you can say as good as Derrick Henry, but it's like the the Titans value Derrick Henry enough to pay him and, and, and even ask them to take a pay cut, and still he stays there. No. Derrick Henry took a pay cut. Different man. So it's like so they could like pay when, so they could pay Ryan Tannehill to pay Ryan yeah. to, to don't pay that out. Don't that so, out. So to pay a quarterback. So it's like at the end of the day, when you look at situationally, it's like you could pay him, but running backs aren't just going to accept the third, or fourth most in the league. They want to break the market. That is the problem we're having. I agree. So moving um, to moving to the next one here, uh, Matt. I feel like you'd be the good one to chime in on this one here. I'm sorry, but he can't cry his way into a new contract if it's not up yet, regardless of what Jim said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, simple as that, dude. You're you're in your year. Like, if you really want to get paid, your contract year is the year to do it. Now he's just doing what Kenny Moore did, and now you just look stupid. Wait, time out. I do have a counter argument because that's what Josh Jacob did. He played his rookie year or his contract year and had one good year. And then he wants, you know, to reset the market off one good year. I kind of feel like it's a little bit different because, you know, JT had two, technically two and a half, three good years. So, like, if you do pay JT, I don't know, you're going to have to give him more money because he had two and a half successful seasons versus a guy like, you know, Josh Jacobs because he had one good year and he's not getting well, paid. See, I don't, I don't look at a value of a running back versus another guy who's trying to get a contract. So when I was looking at the value, when I was looking at the value of JT, I, I'm not even thinking Josh Jacobs. I could give two shits oh, yeah. about that guy. I'm looking at who's already got contracts and what their production was and what their value is on their team. And if you, if you really look at, the value of Jonathan Taylor is actually more than Nick Chubb. Uh, Nick Chubb is is valuable to his team, but he's not valuable to his team as Jonathan Taylor is or Derrick Henry is. Are you and sure about the, that? Yes, like, it's the same could, as I mean. He's I mean Chubb I'm not. So I feel on, I feel like on, he's on, equally as valuable as Chubb. I don't ever even get to finish my point. No, I'm just I'm, I'm just not I'm not to saying you. I'm, I'm just agreeing to you. I'm not saying Nick Chubb is not valuable to his team, and if he was taken off, it it hurts his team. I yeah. don't think that at all. I think that roster is is 
pretty good, in in my opinion. That roster is pretty good. That if Nick Chubb did come off that roster, per injury, whatever, they would be in a good position to figure it out. Better than us. Better than us. Well, yeah, yeah. So that is what I'm saying. Now the same thing goes to CMC, right? CMC is the highest paid running back in the NFL at this point, and he's not to me. I don't know how to word this. He's not. He's worth not that as money. He, yes. He's not as valuable to San Fran as right. say Jonathan Taylor is to us. Right. He got paid when he was in Carolina, and he was the offense first. Hey guys, right. RSA is live on the NFL Network talking right now. Do y'all think we can pull it up? Uh, I don't know. YouTube will block us out, but I can see what I can do. Hold on. Uh, Damon, oh, you want to chime on this one here? Yeah, I don't. Ever, I don't want to overpay a quarterback. Even we've made that mistake and believe we're paying for Matt Ryan to be in a booth. That was that was overpaid. Hey, man, I agree with you. Circumstantially, at all, everything is everything is circumstantially um, for me when it comes to paying any guy. What what are we getting out of this? Are we going to miss him? What's this team look like without him? Um, if I can add one thing here, because I do, I do think we've talked a lot about the business here. I think we need to start talking more about the team, and the product, and what it might look like with him out on the field. The benefits I've seen is that JT has not been on the field practicing with the team in the sense. I don't think he's been getting these reps like Zach Moss, Evan Hole has. So I don't think this is getting involved in AR's development at all, nor Shane Steichen's offense from a walkthrough perspective. Uh, So I would say that is a good part. You know what I mean? Um, Vice versa, this happening in the preseason, full pads. I think it's a whole different ballgame, a whole different story, right? So um, we'll see. I think because it happened in the preseason, I feel like more teams are willing to be more aggressive to go get a guy like Jonathan Taylor, and the Colts could possibly and have get time. A, yeah, could possibly get more out of him because you know Jonathan Taylor being in the preseason and relatively healthy, even though he's on the pup list, which I think was a ploy by his agent. What is it doing? Yeah, Adrian, I agree, man. I think a lot of this is coming from his agent, just instigating, maybe whispering in his ear, man. It's, it's I mean, I don't know. No I feel like this from JT is one of those real situations and whatnot, so I feel like that's a real situation. Um, what's up, Brian? Appreciate you coming in. Uh, I was trying to get something real These dang ads, bro. Sorry, I'm trying to get uh, Zach, Zach, you want to chime in on this one here? This is a good point. How long tight ends were undervalued? Oh, I mean, they've been undervalued for a while. And Jonathan Taylor's out of the league. No one's going to miss us. The league goes on. (laughs) You know, we know that. The national football rolls on. It doesn't matter, you know, who who comes and who goes. You know, and and it's a privilege to be part of it. And now is the time, you know, for us to do our work. It's now is the time as an organization. Because I don't have anything to hide. I know what, what we do and what I do um, and our family does as an organization is absolutely, you know, gold-hearted when it comes to treating people and, and treating players the right way and paying players and paying to win. So, um, you know, it, it's something where, you know. Paying to win. Know, I have to tune yeah. in because no one does. I'm the one who wrote the checks when we were playing. So this the isn't him live. The league so. with the highest payroll. And, I can't get the NFL Network live tens one. Of millions of dollars a year. That I think that's a big point there, so, right? Paying yeah. to win. And this is the same thing I said said to Matt because Matt has been a big proponent of paying Grover Stewart, and I'm the guy that sat here and said, 
I'm willing to pay players if we are winning. Like, obviously, you can have a big year, and it's like, are we really going to keep putting money into big years? Because it's obviously, look, we paid Shaq, and what happened? We had two back surgeries and all this stuff going on. We played Q coming off of an injury-riddled season, and then look what happened to our offensive line. Are we really going to keep overpaying for positions no. to win four games or less? No. Like, I, 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 like I've said I mean, I mean, to be times. fair, we've only won less than nine games once since 2011. Or no, 2017. Uh, no, it's been twice. Mm, 2017 and then 2022. Yeah, so that's twice. that's twice. I said since 2000. Oh, oh, go ahead, Damon. Go ahead, Damon. Your, your mic's on mute, bro. Oh, my mic's on mute. Can we go back to that Ursay? I'm going to say this. That started off shaky, but I think Ursay got to a really good point there at the end. Ursay seemed pissed. He seemed what? really he seemed really pissed. I think it had to do with that agent, man. I think no, I no, think so, I, it, that did something about that did not seem it's the way I felt defending about himself. So, so I think so. So my, I think my thing where, where you're going with it, Damon, I think my point to it was just like if you think about Kenny Moore last year, right? Yep. He said, I felt underpaid. I wanted to get a new contract because look at what other guys were getting paid. And guess what? The Colts didn't win games. I think Jim Ursay is at a point where he's like, look, bro, I had Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck as the only fucking two players getting paid on my team outside of some pass rushers, and we won games. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to keep paying guys – to win four games a year. I think that's where Jim Irsay is at with it. He's like, look, we take care of our players when we win games. Yeah. Facts. When and, and we win games, like, I'm not just going to pay you hey. because you say I've hit these yardage and touchdowns. We need to win. I want to be in the playoff. He guaranteed two Super Bowls early into the 2020s. Guess what? We're almost at the mid-2020s. And we ain't headed in that direction. We're not, Wait, we're not there, yeah. So to and, Damon's point, I think that's where Ursay sounded pissed. I, I think too. Yeah. I think too. If I can, uh, it, it goes back to what we were talking about earlier. Where like it's two just different perspectives, right? Like Ursay is coming at this like we need to win, we need to do this and that. Like that's where his mind's at right now. Where's JT's mind at? Is the fucking Skype call he had with Austin Eckler and Saquon Barkley and all those guys about RB's not getting paid, and now his mind's on. What can I do to secure my next contract? Maybe not so much on how can we transform this into a Super Bowl winning team. So I think they're coming at it from different sides, and they're both very passionate about this, and that's where their button heads here. That's what's creating the issue. Well, I see it is. Um, I respect Ursay for saying that. I pay players to win games. And if that's, his, if that's his mindset, hey, he put it out there. If you want to stay a Colt, will you best help us win? Because – if we're not consistently winning, you're not going to be in Indianapolis long-term, regardless of the head coach, regardless of the guy in the equipment room, regardless of who the hell the quarterback is. I mean, look what he did to Wentz. Nine games wasn't enough. Gone. No playoffs. Yeah. Gone. Um, Ryan couldn't throw the ball. Gone. Right. Couldn't win a game. Fired. Right. Midway through the season. Right. NFL Gone. analyst. Hired. Gone. <laughs> he's, he's in that win now. And, his, and honestly, his boy, like his boy that, Jeff Saturday, gone. Gone. Yeah. Hearing that did make me warm up to Ursay's perspective a little bit more. Just hearing hearing how he's approaching it. I get it, man. Like the, the dude wants to fucking win. And you, you my, can't do anything but respect that. Yeah, my, my perspective on it, I'm gonna say honestly, has changed after seeing the way he spoke about that. 
because I thought that he went in the van, and I think me and Matt did too, and talked his way into this. But I, I think that agent and him got into a. Uh, I'll be a, I'll be a, I'll be a politically correct here. I think they got into a uh, big bank take a little bank kind of argument, and you know, proof in the pudding kind of argument. And I don't think Ursay got off his, you know. It, he stayed where he was at. He, he stayed right right up there and was like, "Hey, man, we're we're in full control of the situation. But if you want to step here and request a trade, man, that's that's to you." Like yeah. like y'all said earlier, this is this is now became a business. This now became a business conversation. Yeah. This isn't a I care about Jonathan Taylor. I care, you know, this is where we're at. You know, this well, is now a business conversation. You, you have to remember, man. Above Shane Steichen, everyone above Shane Steichen is business. Yes. Not any one yes. of them guys above Shane Steichen could give two shits who you are. You're a number. Inside of a checkbook. When, when that's what you are. To it, yeah, when the rubber if, meets the road. Yeah, that's what you are. You could, you could, you could be the best damn thing on planet Earth, just like Jim Mercy saying. But if you're not winning games, you're gone. I mean, and that's refreshing because I feel like that's what you want as an owner. Yeah. Like now, is he applying that same mentality when he's paying guys? Because you're right, Leonard. Yo, when when we when it was time to pay Darius Leonard. 2019 it was right or no 2020 whatever and we were winning we were winning when same when we with, same thing with nelson we were winning that's yeah. why they paid when, when we they, when we paid darius when we paid darius he won us more games than yeah. i think anybody else did single-handedly single-handedly yeah i don't know how many times that dude and tomahawk punched a ball out peanut punched a ball out in the perfect time in a game like we were about, we were about to lose, Dude, right? Like and, that's, and that's what's so frustrating about this too, because the, I, in my opinion, we have the most like prove it and you get paid team in the fucking league. So if JT just comes and plays, dude, and has, has fucking thirteen hundred yards or more, like fucking balls out, dude, you will get the biggest running back contract probably in the league. I right don't think it matters yardage. I really don't think it's it's uh I'm just saying it's, that it's, it's always been a, it's always been a business injury. He could run eleven. He could run for eight hundred yards and get ten TDs. But if, if the Colts if went, winning, yeah. If the Colts went fourteen games, guess who's getting a new contract? Jonathan Taylor. That's just yeah. my thought. Dude, I, he he approached this in such the wrong way. Here's man. and and here's and here's the worst part about it is that AR being a rookie quarterback, this is what he's got to deal with his rookie year. Yeah, yeah. Don't like. I think, but I think on the flip side of that, Matt, because I like your point there. I think in what Kevin just said here, there's a there's a fire now on these boys. I think there is, and I think this could even gel them together more. Where it's bad for JT is you've just done that with a new coach, new identity, new roster, and you just said that you wanted out. And these guys don't want you there. Yeah, my thing is, my thing is, yep, my thing is, is the moment you request a trade, you're not only having issues with your GM now. Now you yeah. have issues with your whole roster, and these with guys your don't have your back. Yeah, We're your boys. They're supposed to be your family. You were just small with them in practice six hours yeah. ago. And, and, and then, and then you request locker trade. room oriented. Yeah, yep. we're supposed to be locker room. I mean, right. like I like I shared to you guys, like Ryan Kelly was saying, like we want JT out there, but at the end of the day, when you request a trade, it's like, damn, like I'm stuck in the middle now. It's like this is who I play for, you know. I'm yeah, I'm fighting for, yeah. I'm fighting for my life out here, like we need you out there. Because everybody um, else on that roster is supposed to trying Kevin, to get paid too. Kevin Howell's coming here. Most games won since 2000. Uh, we're top five. I don't remember. Kenny Moore wants to stay his career now. I think there's fire in these boys. Um, so Kenny Moore pretty much had to change his thought because of the fact that he didn't put up the numbers that he wanted to put up. 
Um, and he has to change his mind as well. We were a podcast that were pretty like Kenny Moore has been my favorite Colts player for the last three years. <laughs> outside I'm, sorry. Slinger. I'm sorry. Um, you're good. <laughs> you're good. Um, but yeah, at the end of the day, it's like you have to put up those numbers to show that you're going to be where you need to be. So for as for JT's contract situation, like all you had to do was come out and show off for a year. Yeah. For a year. It's getting broken and, off. And, and it's like and like you could have been playing very well during the season and got a contract extension. Hey, St- Stephen Holder is saying that he did not request a trade like today. He requested a trade earlier on in the week and he's been waiting on a decision from the team. Interesting. Yeah. Now, I mean, I'm, I'm not surprised by that because if you look at his market, guess what? His market is crap. Yeah. So what do you have to do? You have to make it public so more teams know you're available. So, so this, guess what? this this puts a spotlight on his on his agent who's been openly Clown. talking shit. Openly running on Twitter Clown. probably since after he requested a trade because yeah. Jim Irsay made the comments or whatever. So hey, hey so right. guess what, girl? Right. Guess what, girlfriend? Nobody sees you're available, so let me go put it out everywhere so everybody knows. Hundred percent. Let me let me let me make the team that has full full everything in this full ball in their court more upset and and more leverage for them. You did nothing in this situation, bro. Exactly. So (laughs) guess what? Another team's going to deal with your drama. (laughs) Yes. The Vikings are in the running back market, so let's go ahead and talk to them. Go ahead, send Justin Jefferson over here. We'll see. So see if they'll pay. See if they'll pay JT. It's just, it's just point, it's just point in itself. So, like I said, all you had to do, all you had to do is come in, be healthy. You get four or five games of absolute dominance. You get paid. You ain't even got to be good this year. It's like you just got to have eight hundred yards. Exactly. Right. The Colts, if the Colts don't pay you, every fan on this show, every fan in Colts Nation. Is supporting you in your situation. Yeah, go get your when money. You take, when you, you take it, when you take it this route, and you're on the pup list, like we're not even seeing you. We just saw Saquon Barkley choose to take the route of the franchise tag. We Facts. just saw the the the, the, the um. He didn't even take the franchise tag. He, he took he took Cowboys. a one year extension of a million dollars over the uh, franchise. Uh, no, no, nine million, and has to oh, go yeah. fight and has to go fight for two million more. Tony yep. Paul. He has to hit uh, Tony uh, – uh, uh, yeah, Tony Pollard. That was the running back I was thinking of. But Saquon Barkley has to go hit over 1,100 yards, over eight touchdowns. And the Giants have to make the playoffs for him, for him to, to get $11 million. But he's betting on himself. So why push yourself in this situation just to get running backs paid? So, again, like I said, I just think this is one of those situations where all you got to do is stick by your team. You get paid. You look at what Steichen just did with the Eagles with a Miles Sanders, who, if I'm JT, I'm like, I'm better than Miles Sanders. But is he though? So oh, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, oh, I'm just saying, no, no, I'm no. I mean, I mean, I mean, we I'm just saying, like, if you look just look at yourself, if you're right. JT right. and you're like, I, I'm better than Miles Sanders, right? Right. That's what we'd all say <laughs> on natural so, ability, honey. So exactly. So like if you're just thinking you're better than him, I should be able to get 1,600 yards. Well, that's what Miles Sanders had, right? 1,600 yeah, yards. yards. Eight touchdowns. Uh, I think it was 1,600 all-purpose. So if I'm JT, I should be able to do that in 12 games, 14 games. 
So at the end of the day, like all you have to do is trust yourself. You bet on yourself, you yeah. get paid. Boom. But but here goes that agent just whispering in his ear, and now he's not doing that. Now he's seeing let me let me see what else I can slither out of and try to get myself paid. And I just man, I fucking I don't like it at all. So yeah, um, that's just my thing with that. But I mean, who knows? Um, let's get real quick here. I didn't read this one through, but uh, this first cycle step up and calls all the outside noise is going to be going around. We don't know who doesn't like talking to the media. This is where he earns his money. So I'm going to disagree with this because Steichen is a, uh, just a rookie head coach that has now been thrown to the wolves. Again, by say just like Carson Wentz was done, just like the rest of the team was done, just like Frank Wright was done, even though I don't. I don't think, I don't think Shane Steichen is thrown to the wolves. I'm, yeah, I don't I, I disagree I, with that. I, I, and so, and so, hold on. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me explain real quick. And the reason I think this is because, yeah, the head coach meets with the media. But it's not his job to discuss trades. It's not his job to discuss who wants out yeah. or who wants to stay. His job is to discuss the guys on the field. Talk ball. And that's it. That's it. He's not thrown to the wolves. His job is, is solely to focus on the guys who want to be in, in this organization. That's his job. His job is to coach who wants to be there, get those guys prepped for game day. That's it. I don't think Shane is really thrown to the wolves. All he has to do is make sure that his guys stay focused. All, all he, can, he can easily say, hey, when it comes to JT, no comment. Don't yeah, no comment. Leave no me comment. alone. Yeah. That's not no my comment. position. If you have questions about JT, you talk to my GM, but I guarantee you're not yeah. going to get him on the podium for a you long can, time. You can talk, take that up with Mr. Ursay. I'm going to talk about the 53 yep. or the 90 guys that I have on the field right now. Facts. Or the 89 but at that's, training camp. And the one that's guy, all Shane's got to do. That's yeah. all Shane's got to do. Hey, you want questions about Gardner and AR? Hey. Bring him on because I can answer yeah. him. But when it comes to JT, he's on the pup list right now. He's not who – that's all I got for you. Out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, actually, I, I agree with this comment from Jordan. And, and just that, like, it, I, I hate that it puts Steichen in this spot where, like, he's going to get questions about this when he's in his first year as a head coach and he just wants to fucking talk ball. He just wants to talk AR Gardner. Like, he, he wants to develop the team, and that's all he should be worrying about. So I'm hoping this doesn't become a storm cloud hovering over the team because Steichen doesn't deserve that. Oh no, I wasn't the my uh thrown to the wolves comment wasn't to you, Jordan. It was to DeMarco, who said he felt like he was being thrown to the wolves. I think he does get a chance to keep the players focused here. Like I said, like going back to our point we made earlier, I think he's building identity here and this should bring a locker room closer together. Um I, I just want to hear the full story, man. That's it. I just want to yeah. hear more about it. This this we're hearing like different things now that JT requested a trade earlier in the week. If you request a trade earlier in the week, don't show up to practice. Don't you, you got a you got a team focusing on, on on building something completely different. You don't want to be here. Don't I mean, don't 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 show up to practice, bro. That's just me, man. The I'm Colts might have said, "Hey, if you request it, that's fine." But if you're here, we expect you out on the field because you've yeah, got responsibilities. That's, that's fact. That way, he don't get fined. True. And requesting like, and requesting job, a trade, man. he may not have planned to sit out. Right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like he just requested a trade, and that request of a trade could easily could be, like, be up until he gets uh, paid. It could <laughs> be like a hold-in like? situation. Like yeah. he he might understand I'm requesting a trade. I know I'm going to be here three years. This is strictly a work relationship. I will come into the facility 6 a.m. to 4 p.m. every day, Monday through Thursday, or Monday through Thursday. And I will bust my butt on game days. And that is all this is until my contract is resolved. 
Hey, so we had a, something like that. We had a question a couple weeks ago that was saying, what would be one of our uh, most surprising cuts? Jonathan Taylor. Uh, I, I don't see us cutting him. I mean, I, I, I think we'll take the fucking fifth rounder before we Yeah, cut. yeah, come on. We're, Ballard's <laughs> going to make this. I, I am worried about, oh God, I hope Ballard. I hope Ballard stands firm here, like pulls a Portland Trailblazer and, and, and is not budging at all, right? But now, That whole thing was tampering. Yeah, I hope, I, I hope, but I hope, I hope Ballard stands his ground here and, and gets a good return because, for all we know, Ballard trades it for Chubaday Awuzie and a seventh round pick, right? <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, we all saw the Stephon Gilmore trade. Hey, I'll take a Awuzie trade. How about say I, I don't mind it. I'll, 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 I'll take. We need a quarterback, so I'll take. It. Don't y'all love how how when when Stephon Gilmore comes to Indy? Cool whatever b minus guy he goes to dallas nfl network's posting like 60 different things about him being a top 10 corner of in the course. league yeah. Which, he I'm was like, really good by the he's way rated now, he's now rated magically like a 90 some 91 in madden i'm like yeah yep. where was where was all of this it's oh gosh oh, man. man they don't want to give us because hey, everyone hates hey, to, to kevin's comment right here kevin says this is a huge distraction already for us talking about it we're in season now kevin i'll tell you this right now as long as I've been a Colts fan on social media, probably since about, I'd probably say about 2014. So, uh, and then the biggest one was probably when Andrew Luck retired while I was barbecuing. Like, Jim Ursay has never, never, as long as social media has been big, been light offseason. I'll tell you this right now. I don't know if anybody on the show disagree with me, but I'll tell you right now. It's been big every year. We never have a quiet one. Yeah, and listen, we didn't plan on talking about Jonathan Taylor this whole no. episode. I don't even this think we, we didn't even we didn't even plan on talking about him at all. Like no. this was literally this was literally this was literally Damon, breaking news. Damon came on opening. Damon came on and brought the bad news with him. We we were already on the show getting ready to start Q and A, and then bam, Damon came on and boom, Demarco says breaking news. Battles and then Demarco's all yeah. Like, yeah. Hey, JT, want to yeah. get traded? I had, I had to, I had to cut, I had to cut everybody off three times because they thought I was playing could, or something. Could y'all imagine if, if, if we found this out on the show, like by a comment or didn't after the show, we've been like, yeah. at least he got. Hey, breaking news! Y'all, David made y'all it know, to the show. Y'all know, y'all know yeah. I'm better. Y'all know I'm better than that to stay updated. Yeah, yeah. I said, yeah, breaking news. We got a special guest, and then next yeah, did not expect a running back in the show. Yeah, what episode to have a full house? After it was because uh, it was double breaking news, Matt thought I was playing. <laughs> hey, this, this is the first though for for the show. That I think this is the first time we've had breaking news live as soon as as soon as we go live. So at least that's a milestone. No, we had um when Frank or uh, when we were on a, a show when they hired Jeff Saturday last year. Oh yeah, were we? Yeah, no, uh, that happened on a Tuesday morning. But I yeah, we were doing that a happened podcast. on a Tuesday. That was a I Tuesday we were doing morning a podcast. No, we came was, on. I think I we came on at lunch. I was sitting on uh, yeah, yeah, and I was like, episode. Yeah. yeah, I think we did a flash episode when that I happened. appreciate this one right here. Knowing he requested, uh, Jordan Kibbe says, knowing he requested a trade earlier now, the conversation on the bus have been mending for the, of the year, for the year. Been. Uh, so I been. think, I think this one is a lot better. I'd, I'd much rather appreciate, uh, appreciate this now rather than coming uh preseason game week. Well, I think I'm pretty sure it was week two or three when Andrew Luck retired and, and we caught that news. So it was like, holy crap. Like, yeah. I'd much rather it be right Scrambling. now. Now Steichen already knows, like, which running backs he's dealing with and if JT maybe or maybe cannot be there. Steichen's a guy that's well prepared for stuff and obviously he's been practicing without him. So 
yeah, Jordan, totally can appreciate this now rather than later. Thanks. Chad uh, pretty much echoes the same thing there. Glad for Stike and JT pulls us early in training camp. Give Shane early edge to build offense around AR and Moss. Yeah, man. I mean, that's that's certainly the hope. Uh, like, like Demarco was just saying, we, we get ahead of this. Like Shane doesn't have to read. Leave me alone, play. Matt. I told you. You can just roll with it. <laughs> we have a we have a sidebar going on about hairlines <laughs> in the chat. Don't mind that. <laughs> hey, my hairline's just trying to be like LeBron James. All right, it'll. Only- I'll grow it in and, and sharpie it in when I'm at like Nike events. I, I it is, it stays low. Oh, y'all ain't right for that. Zach's hairline, man. Zach's hairline is a lot like JT. He's going to wear a hat. Hey, my hairline's a lot like JT's contract. It's there in the back somewhere. Hey, but, y'all taking it. Y'all taking but, it so out of context, though. It was perfect. It was perfect. But, it's know, the perfect comparison right now. My hairline, it'll grow. I'll, I'll pencil it in, like when I'm at when I'm at like Nike events. Until then, nah, Demarcus is Demarcus is gone as JT's contract extension. Yeah. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> oh man. Hey, Luck, hey, we all pull this contract up. Um, we paid Luck. We yeah, we paid Luck millions to quit on us, uh, but God, can't pay you, JT, who gives us I his call. Hey, I we, don't want to get in this luck debate, man. This um, nah, well, we ain't even talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, JT, we, I think Richard, like the plan was for us to pay JT and work on a contract. Our expectation was for, for him to play this season and and and, and it be a prove it deal. So I, I just don't think that this is an applicable comment right now, man. Just being honest with you, it's not. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so I, I will say this right now, like we can talk about paying luck millions. Who's Andrew I, Luck? I don't I, know who y'all are talking about. Zach, so. stop it! Stop it! <laughs> That's the Stop least it. grateful Colts fan. Um, so, look, we paid Andrew Luck millions because of the fact that he was one of the best quarterbacks in the league at the time. What the you fact watch? that he retired, Ursay did him a favor by paying him his, uh, I think it was 25 or $50 million at the time. 25. Uh, yeah, 25 for the next two seasons um, for his contract. Ursay did that the good out of his heart. Just goes to but show. obviously – if you look at what Andrew Luck was doing, we were literally just winning eleven se- uh, eleven games a year with just like luck, was, like like with just luck, like it was like what was supposed to be handed to us. And so everybody can even you can even give that, me this. You can't give me this T. Y. Hilton bullshit because T. Y. Hilton was only good because of Andrew yeah. Luck. Go ahead, yeah, tell me exactly. our starting offensive line and running. Who's that guy? Exactly. Oh, yeah. So so the fact that fans even booed him, I hated that part of it. Like I said Good before, night. like the most breaking news we had, I was, Zach I was, was up doing there booing. I everybody says everybody says Zach is like he's the most you know hateful fan or whatever whatever Trev just called him because he was like who's Andrew Luck right At least great. the moment the moment I found out Andrew Luck retired I ordered a Jacoby Brissett jersey like five minutes later me too dude I straight did it see me for the moment Andrew Luck retired I burnt two rack of ribs and couldn't stop staring at my phone for the next 45 minutes thinking like was it really Bro. real so, so I was I was, I was like was searching around so the fact that we can sit here and say this um this is just crap to me I don't think Andrew Luck quit on us I think we did him wrong but at the end of the day this is something totally different so if JT wants to retire hey I won't burn no ribs today I can promise you that that, but it's just at the end of the day, this is not the same position. You lose a quarterback, your team is done. Yeah, you, you're screwed. like when Joe Burrow. I don't know if you guys saw the other day when Joe Burrow looked like he tore his Achilles. I thought the Bengals were done. Panic. 
pure panic. If Joe Mixon is hurt, I'm like, yeah, maybe the Bengals might win a game less. Yeah, they'll figure yep. it out. But they'll figure, they'll figure it, out. it out. Exactly. But losing a quarterback is totally different. So at the and, end of the day, this and is we don't even same. we don't. Here's here's the biggest thing that nobody's saying. We don't even know the impact that Jonathan Taylor was going to have this season with how different our offense is going to be. That's fair. Absolutely, Kevin. That's fair. And, and just, just to touch one last time on this little luck thing, like I, I just to pull it back to the current situation, it just goes to show, man, like Jim Ursay does take care of Colts players who wins. This is a guy that retired that was not going to play, and he still dished him out a 25-piece like it was nothing because he loved yeah. the guy. If, if JT he he plays this that. year and balls out and we win some games, he's going to pay them. So, it's again, it's just such bad timing and such a, a – Poor move from his agent and JT, in my opinion. Totally agree here uh, with Trev, what he said. Nathan, um, I don't think no matter what JT does, I, I feel like JT, like unless he goes for 2,500, 3,000 total yards, scrimmage yards, you're not getting a first-round pick for a running back. Those days are just no, dead. Unfortunately. Um, no. As for Kevin here, projected third-rounder, you'd be lucky. Yeah. You would be <laughs> yeah. lucky to get a running back over the age of 21, 22 years old for a third-round pick. That's just absolutely not happening. And then Nathan also, uh, also says here, out for several weeks. He's on the pup, so he has to pass a physical regardless from who he's getting traded to. Yeah. Rangers um, just got back or, or, Scherzer, or if he gets traded. So my thing is, is like, what? my thing my thing for me is, is like, as we're sitting here as Colts fans, right, we got a struggling secondary. We don't know where our pass rush is going to be. I mean, obviously, I mean, we can all predict. I think our linebacking core could easily be top 10, top five. Um, but what other positions are you really looking for outside of a proven receiver, as Zach would call it? You know, he does like Michael Pittman Jr. to an extent, but a proven receiver. So it's like if you're really looking for a position, it's like if you're not going to trade for one of those positions, then it's like good luck, Jonathan Taylor. This is not the route you take when you are a running back. You already can't get paid from your own organization to request a trade to think that another organization will be paid. Oh, he's talking about Joe Burrow. My apologies, Nathan. He's talking about Joe Burrow is out for seven weeks. Um, that doesn't really matter because he'll probably be ready by week one, if not week two, week three, something like that. So it won't hurt too much. Um, but in, um, same thing, like I was saying, uh, Jonathan Taylor, this is the wrong time for it because if you can't get paid by your own organization, which is usually the most likely to pay you um, at the running back position, you're just likely not going to um, get paid somewhere else. And the other team isn't going to find their value. So it's just this, a long time to request it. You can get franchise tag twice. You're under contract for another year. That's three years of your life. You'll be 27 years. And history uh, has proven age. that he's probably going to go to another team. And when he goes to this other team, he's not even going to be a top five running back. Because, Oh, you said – I just realized what you said there, Damon. Yeah, I saw that earlier. The, 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 uh, the Rangers are uh, – uh, Speaking of trades. They're a disappointment in themselves. I'm so glad the Giants didn't do it. Anyways, uh, yeah, man, it's – it's a tough spot, but I, I think most of us are optimistic and oh. just hoping we can get something fair in return. Yeah, so uh, misunderstand the question clearly. I meant they predicted us to be a third pick in the draft. So me, me personally, like 
see, I can't say I'm hoping for this because I obviously I don't like losing. I'm a competitor. Like I don't I didn't play the sport. I played all the way up to community college. I don't like losing. I'll tell you this guy right now. But if I'm projected to be a third overall pick, and what I would think would be the first two would be Caleb Williams and Drake May to be two quarterbacks, I am not mad at all at being number three. I think Marvin Harrison is a front-runner grab to be the wide receiver of the future for the Indianapolis Colts. He can replace his father, who was here for a long time in history. I think this guy is the next Jamar Chase plus – Coming out of college, I think he's even that good. Um, so, I mean, he's Odell Beckham Jr. with uh, Jamar Chase speed. I was just about to say, I think he's a little bit less explosive, but I think as far as what he can do, as far as the uh, moving the chains and catchability, just everything else he can do, I, I'm not mad at this at all. Anybody else want to chime in there? Yeah, I mean that that's the interesting spot that we're in too. Like we don't expect to winning is a plus, but like I don't I don't know if any of us expect to win more than six games this year. You know, if that, so we we should be projected fairly high and we're hoping to get a guy like Marvin Harrison or just someone that can move this team forward to pair with AR. Cause I, this year and next year to me are big development years and just figuring out these young pieces. And then we really get to start being competitive because you're looking at probably year three. AR really takes that. Real quick, real quick, real quick, real quick, real quick. Before you go, Zach, let me just uh, say something real quick. So this is a uh, tweet from Albert Breer. Um, just about eight minutes ago, text from Colts owner Jim Ursay on Jonathan Taylor trade request supported by uh, Ian Rappaport. <clears throat> we are not trading Jonathan Taylor. End of discussion. Not now, not in October. And the reason we say October is because of the trade deadline. Right. We are not trading Jonathan Taylor. So <laughs> for all the haters out there, Guess what? JT is about to waste his career, or he's going to play. This is and to hold on and to remind everyone, he cannot sit out of training camp right now. So even if he comes off the pup, he cannot sit out. Per the collective bargaining agreement, the moment you report to training camp, you are no longer allowed to hold out. He has no leverage in this entire situation. Nope, none whatsoever. He played himself so bad, dude. This is such a bad move. So, like I said before, this is the same thing. That Jim Ursay has told two other players. Guess what? Andrew Luck and Pat McAfee. If you come out of retirement and you think you're going to play, brother, you're going <laughs> to play. Fact. You're going to play for the Indianapolis Colts. I don't care what you thought this was. So you're so, either going to sit on the bench or you're going to yep. put this uniform on. Ashley, so, what do you again, say? So, so, so this is just my point. This is this is exactly. It's just my point to you guys. Like, if you are a running back, like even Calvin Ridley, we saw sit out for a year, right, from gambling. Like, we don't know how he's going to look when he come back. We saw Deshaun Watson come back from a suspension of two years, right? He missed two. He missed two years, basically. Um, Like, you you don't come back looking like that same player. So, if you are a running back, yeah, yeah, two. So, when Le'Veon Bell sat out. Like, you're just not going to look like the same player. So, you know, like, if you're going to choose to sit out, like, this is what I said. Like, this is just not the gear for you to sit out. So, for all the haters, JT will be a cool. <laughs> or he ain't playing football. <laughs> or or will we, we will be developing rookie and other. Ah, uh, 
Man, I, I hate to be like the hardball uh, team, but that's the position he's in. That's the position I mean, he put us in. So I hate Listen, it too. Uh, go ahead, Zach. Go as ahead, a Zach. fan, I'm super petty. Okay, like real petty yeah. as a fan. Like yeah. I'm a I'm a pessimist. For those of you who don't watch the show, I I enjoy, I look for the positive, but I really focus on the negative and kind of deep dive into that and find out if we're in trouble or not, or if it's just kind of a game by game thing. But just because I'm petty, I hope the Colts draft a running back and say, hey, this is your replacement, Jonathan. Zach, Tudor, I was about to say that next. Mentor. I was give, him every, give him everything you know because if you don't, you're letting the horseshoe down. I don't want Blake Quorum. I want Donovan Edwards. Right. Come on. Yep. So, Donovan oh. Edwards, bring it on. Uh, Raheem so, Sanders, bring it on. <laughs> so if, if, I'm, if I'm Ballard and I'm that petty, which Ballard's a very petty individual – that's what I do. I tell Jonathan, hey, Jonathan, my second-round pick this year is a running back. Same situation you were. Train him up, my guy. DeMarco, will you send that tweet you just read about Ursay to us, please? From you Breer. Said, uh, from Albert you Breer. Send, you said yeah. send it or repeat it. Yeah. Well, send that to us, too, would you? From I Albert got you. Breer. Thank I got you. I don't know. Um, I look so at this you... whole situation as wild and crazy. I think yeah. that it is um, – and a halfway aspect is kind of fun just to see how the story plays out. I mean, I typically uh, agree with you guys. I'm super suspect on what Ursay says because, you know, sometimes Jimmy gets a little drunk on the truth serum and uh, things come out and they probably shouldn't. But seeing um, what he said, there's a quiet confidence there. He put that, an exclamation uh, point. Yeah, there's some quiet confidence <laughs> there that I, I think, you know, he makes a valid point. If you want paid for the horseshoe, win. Win. Take us to the playoffs. Get championships. That's why I was like, Andrew Luck, who? He didn't win nothing. Why do I need to remember him? You know, T.Y. Hilton, who? What did he win? Pat McAfee, that's a radio guy because he didn't win nothing in Indianapolis. <laughs> like, like, I mean, that that's how essentially – Ursay's going about it in a way. If you want paid, shut up. And I, I appreciate that. That's refreshing. Like, shut up and play and put put the product on the field that resembles that. Yeah, man. And, and, it, and if you look at, like, the way our offense is, last year we were 23rd in passing, 23rd in rushing. We were fucking dead, almost dead. Tied for 30th in points. You know what I'm saying? Like, What? How can you expect to be paid big money when you have numbers like that? Like, you just yeah. can't. And, I mean, to play devil's advocate, like, I get it. I, I get JT's just trying to fucking secure his future. I don't hate the guy. I just think he made a fucking very poor decision here. Very bad advice from his agent, if that's where that's where this is coming from. Uh, I'm, I'm still just hoping Ballard gets him in a room and we, like, resolve this without having to hardball and be petty. But we're in a position where we can do that, and there's nothing he can do about it except retire. And I'm DeMarco, sure he doesn't want to do else? that. So, what was that, Damon? Did you see something else, Demarco? Uh, no, I was about to share something, but pretty much people were just talking about what we said, so I didn't. I didn't uh, think. Hey, Erse, so. Erse put an exclamation point at the end of it too. Not now, not ever. Exclamation point. No, because I just, I just think it's funny, bro. Because like, like I had told you guys, I had told Matt about the the other chat that I was in. And basically, like Titans fans will come in and they'll they'll just share something basically to hate on the Colts because 
Yeah. Obviously, we're, we're the big brother, they and they don't hard. like to they don't like to admit it because we've sucked for the past few years, right? So anytime they can share something that will be like facts to say that we're about to be crap this year, even though I've sat there and said like I wouldn't be surprised if the Colts won one, two, three, four games, they like to share. So the reason I said it was uh, or shared it be, was because of the fact that they they like. They like to come first and say, like, oh, the Colts are about to be trash. And it's like, bro, I'm not expecting us to be good. So I don't see nope. where this, this is, hate, where this this doesn't hate change. keeps co- coming from. Yeah, this doesn't like, change any thought that I had going into the season. Exactly. None. The What's only the only the only thought that this changes is because that I said that I said, look, look, if everything goes absolutely perfect for the Indianapolis Colts, we could win eight games. That's the only thing that this changes. So if we trade JT, there's no way I see we win eight games. So, like, I don't see where all this hate keeps coming from. It's just like one of those things where, like, you got to be a fan for your team so you're a homer. Um, so that's where I was going with that, Damon. Um, but at the I mean, end, like, nobody else had a real question here, so I, I accidentally quit. This isn't question. the first time it's, Ballard's dealt with a running back who's once traded. I mean, this is the third time in three years or a third time in four years. Marlon Mack wanted traded, and the Colts stood stood pat hey. and said, you know, get stuck. Um, they traded Hines for a bag of chips. Hopefully That's all he's, he's worth a, anyway. Hey, so, look, look, hey, he's hey, okay. Look, hey, now look, you got real quick. look, real quick. Go look, go look at the chat real quick that what I just sent to you guys. I'm telling you, every single day, when I look at some statistic or some stat on running backs, it just proves even further why teams won't pay a running back and people are going to continuously hate on us for whatever reason. Obviously, the AFC South, because we ran the division for years and nobody will catch up to us until we're like 40. Like, I mean, unless the I'm, Texans I'm get good away. out of nowhere. Dude, I got like five, I mean, like nine well, years. Well, well, well I'm, at, I'm, at my, I'm at my 40. I'm 29. I'm, okay. I'm I'm 29. So 11 and years from now. We stuck for the next. So uh, exactly. So for however old, however old you are right now, they're expecting the Colts to be 11 years garbage. That like so every time I'm telling you guys, like I, just look at a stat. Every single stat for the next 11 years, that's what they're expecting the Colts to be. And people who just hate us, that's what they expect. And I'm like, just look at the stats, bro. Every time I look at a stat, like you guys know. I've sat here, Zach. I went at you, uh, Matt. I went at your perspective because I know you've been on both sides. Uh, Trevor's been with me, and Damon's been kind of in the middle sometimes. But if you look at every single stat, it's just been like I'm going to hate on the Colts for this. But if you look at a stat, every single thing says not to pay a running back until they win a Super Bowl. Yep. And I've been the guy that have been in running back side, and this is why I hate it the most. Because I've argued for every single guy, and I even said we're not going to call JT a running back, call him a playmaker. But it's like when you look at the stats that we sit here and bring to perspective every single time, and it says, don't pay him. That's what it says every single – and I'm telling – like you guys know. You guys know me. Like that's this is the position I played. I fight for the shit every single time. And it says, do not pay a running back. And it's just – Every single stat that I find says don't pay a running back. And I hate the fact that JT has taken this position with three years, three years left with the Colts. 
Like, it just makes no sense to me. This is why, like, I don't – I hate his agent. I don't like this situation for him. You guys know where I stand. But it's like – it's hard for me to keep fighting for it. Hey, man. It's hard, no, you, bro. You okay? I am. I've been I've been drinking a lot I can, today. I can, I can get some peanuts <laughs> for you, man. No, oh. no, but, but you got – no, my, Matt, even without the drinks, though, bro. You know where I stand with JT and paying running backs. Oh, I know. This you just said just, it seven times in the last 30 seconds. Yeah. It's just, it's just, it's just, it's just, I just, it's just hard to say, like, pay them. So, and then you, then you get like that. And it sounds like you're about to cry. So I, I might have to. Cause I, cause that. I am. Cause it sucks, bro. Like, look, I, I, I put the jersey on thinking he was good. It's your fault. It is my fault. Yeah, the this is why this is why you love your organization and you don't get attached to players. For fans yeah. I mean Zach Zach taught me that. I, me, after, that me and Zach have like, been that way this whole time. Me and Zach like, have always been that way. Mom, dad, I'm sorry, don't get mad. Dude, players come in this game like hoes, dog. So like you just you stay yeah. loyal to the colors, like the colors and the logo. Like that's what you it's You can only love them in college, man. Like beyond that. It's a what have you done for me lately type of league. Yep. The only player I ever truly said that broke my heart was when they got rid of Manning. After that, I was like, nope. I mean, done. that's understandable. I can't, I can't like anybody else. So he's my guy. That's it. Yeah, I, I think after talking through it, man, and after seeing – or rather like getting more clarification on Ursay's comments and just the whole situation, I mean, this is going to get a lot of noise and it's going to make an unwanted – little cloud hovering over us but at the end of the day it really doesn't change shit as far as our expectations and it really doesn't change anything for jt if they're adamant about not trading him because now he just looks like a bad teammate or like a bad like he he, he looks like the guy that's not with the locker room and you don't want that but at the same time it's like it's like we've been saying you either play for the colts with the fucking horseshoe on your helmet or you retire like ursa is not going to give you any other way so it just doesn't change anything, and now it's just going to be a weird, like, awkward hey, relationship. I wish I could retire at 24. That'd be hey, nice, shit, though, man, I'm with you. <laughs> Bro, I'm excited <laughs> just to retire at 39, man. Yeah. Oh, for real? Oh, you're talking, like, yeah. in the military. Like, yeah, you'd be done at 39, right? Yeah, I'd be done at 39. I got six wow. years left, bud, and I'm going to be living that retired life. Sheesh. That must be nice. Yep, getting paid for the rest of my life. Fair enough. You, you just probably still be, have like, to work miserable for twenty years. <laughs> probably still have to work. I'm not miserable, man. People who think the army's miserable is you just got, you got not doing it right. Decent breaks, then. <laughs> I'm not miserable in the army. I blow shit up. I get paid to blow things up, dude. Work out and blow yeah. things up. Well, JT just runs. And he's like, already made more than like we ever will. That's right. Salem praise down. Like goodness. That's wrong, like, what? Uh, so. Uh, Ashley says everyone is blaming Ursay. I mean, she's she's out there. On, she's out there on social media right now. And yeah, I was just about to say. Answer. I was just about to say it's easy to blame Ursay because Ursay never shuts up. So I mean, yeah. this is just. Gonna I, I told somebody. I told, I told. I told somebody the other day. It's like flies. It's like telling a fly to stay off a of shit. If you're gonna blame Ursay. It just it just depends on the timeline, really. Ursay's on the Quaaludes. Ian, Ian Rappaport is is reporting that the trade request came after the meeting with Ursay, but Stephen Holder is reporting that the request actually came earlier in the week. So, I say it's if, good. It's 
and in my opinion, it's not. It's even even if it came with them meeting at you know today or whatever, it's still not Ursay's fault. It's all these running backs crying about money. They care about exactly. money more than they care about playing the damn game. And it's, and it's not even JT's time is the worst part. Mm-hmm. Like if you look at Saquon, bro, like he's he's this is his franchise tag year. Yeah, this is um. He at least has an argument. I keep, I keep, I don't know why I keep forgetting his damn name. Pollard, the Cowboys running back. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. This is his time. This is franchise tag time. You look at Josh Jacobs. This is his deal's time. He's twenty five. JT, this was not your time. Yeah. So it's and like now you're just stirring up shit, man. So, um, it's just a bad so, move. From so him. Chris Kaiser says, "Why is he even there if he wants out?" So he has no choice. To me, to me personally, man, look, I'm the social media guy. So if everybody goes look around the content, Twitter, uh, Instagram, Facebook, I'm the guy that posted that said high haters because I thought I thought this was clearly a situation. Jonathan Taylor said in April. April or May, that he wants to be a close to retirement. And he showed up every single day since. Like, I don't know if he wanted out, why he even show up. So, honestly, I couldn't tell you. Um, but point being is, is that, like, if you're not going to want to be there, then you don't show up. So, I, I honestly couldn't tell you. I thought this was a settled situation. I thought he was just going to stick it out until either he was off the pup until the Colts gave him some kind of offer so he could see where his number was at. But at the end of the day, this is just not the time for him. This was not your time. Like, you have to be on the cusp of being out or being in for for, for this to be your time. So I'm, I'm here with Kevin, man. We yeah, just spent, Let's talk about these shit. We just, we just spent <laughs> – an hour and 37 plus minutes oh. on saying the same thing over and over and over and over. It's all, all we're doing is repeating ourselves. Mm. So those, uh, those facility shitters, I hear they <laughs> the, uh, like both types of flesh, you know, like the liquid and the solid. So like pretty high speed, uh, facility shitters. I'm a big fan of them personally. Uh, they haven't requested a trade. So really a big plus for me. Uh, have yet to use them, but I look forward to the opportunity to one day both piss have, and shit. In the I have used, theater. I have used them. They're actually not. How too are bad. they? It's a little cold when they have the window open, you know. But yeah, that's understandable. That. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope you're happy, Kevin. But you, I appreciate uh, you, brother. Oh man! All right, so we basically spent the entire show uh, talking about JT. Um, Real quick, I mean it's uh, big news. So because we, we got another comment that uh nope 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 we already moved on. We already moved on. We're talking about shitters. No, no, no. Oh, no we're no. talking Matt about said it gets no, cool no, no, when no, you no, piss no, no. them, all right? As Bro, long I as clicked, I clicked, I clicked, I clicked on is, the wrong one. But this is but th- but this comment's the same as what we've all been saying. I get it, Andrew. Appreciate you watching. We've all Who said else you guys got? Where's your training camp battles? Who you guys got? There we go. Thank well, you. What are we looking for? Matt, go ahead. Who my battle is is clear, obvious. Bro, yeah, that was my man. Mind. I'm about to restrict you your rights, bro. Jesus. No, no, no. I didn't know you clicked it. Go ahead. Who's your training cap battles? It's clear, man. Ar Minshew. That's who my eyes on right now. One hundred percent. Zach, who you got? Um. Well, is he no? No, there's a couple. Um, they're all on the offensive line. 
So I want to see how um, Ryan Kelly bounces back because last year was arguably his um, worst year that he's yes, been in the actually. league. And I also let's get some amperage in that voice, bro. Sorry, bro. <laughs> and I'm also um, I want to see who's starting the right guard. Like right now, it's Will Fries, and I absolutely can't stand the guy because he's not strong and he doesn't really do anything. Ooh. But just stand there. I mean, he's literally the new human traffic cone. Oh, now that uh, you talking, you talking about uh, Will now that Pryor's, or? yeah, Will not Fries. my boy Fries. I ain't gonna do like, it like that just yet, man. Now, so now you that, guys, that you Matt guys Price. knew, you guys, you guys know my hot take was uh, a Mill Echior was gonna be our starting right yeah, guard, right? I think that that's what I think. I think okay. it's either Blake Freeland or Emil Echior could possibly, or hey, even Braden Smith could possibly even slide in there and start a right guard, just because you know, in my opinion, Fries is a solid backup, but he's. About that boy, Jake starter. Jake Witt, thank you for being on the podcast, but I think you're a practice squad player. Oh, Zach, you're a hater. Uh, Damon, Damon, who you? What, what position are you looking for? Who are you looking for? Any receiver matched up against Dallas Flowers? That's going to be our CB one. Um, and oh, I've heard he, I heard he's had zero pass breakups and has been cooked by every receiver in the receiving court. <laughs> Alec Pierce cooked him, dog. Pierce put him on a highlight reel. They said man. they said Pitt, they said Pittman has took him to the field like three times, bro. He's not looking good for our boy Dallas Flowers, who I don't know which one of y'all said he's gonna be a serviceable corner. It's not looking like that because we're trash. We got another, we got another corner. We got another corner coming in for a visit. We signed another one this week, so they're not seeing what they want. It's clearly a problem. <laughs> uh, well, actually, trash. The, the corner coming in for a visit is actually a uh, practice squad uh, uh, special teams guy. So. That's not the guy. Even though exactly Damon wants to, Damon exactly wants to hate. Da- Damon wants to hate on our corners, and Juju Brents was not out there that day. So let's relax a little bit. And we obviously, just, he's getting cooked by uh, Alec Pierce, who I think will be a very Bro. good receiver. No offense, he got cooked by a white dude. Wide receivers are just really oh, good. Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> let's not bring race into this, like, bro. Just because you he white, got cooked you know, like you got a, a white dude. Speed. He's a no, unique white, receiver. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. Pierce went. He got mossed. It wasn't even good. Hey, like, yeah, okay, he's white, but he got black caps, bro. So let's relax, okay? <laughs> Facts. Let's, let's re- All right. Let's, let, let's relax. My boy got some speed. Uh, Trev, where are you going with it with uh, training camp battles? Uh, yeah, man, this topic just really got me fired up. So I'm going to have to go uh, Big Q versus the uh, facility shitters after lunch. <laughs> Thank, you, that's Thank, my, you, uh, Thank you. That's Jordan. my training camp battle to really focus on. Uh, you know, really pull it for Big Q there, though. Uh, re- realistically, man, I- I've been super hyped about the tight ends. I've said before, I think uh, rookie QBs really uh, – tend to rely on their tight ends because they have simpler routes. Usually it's, it's more of a sure thing. Uh, so I just want to see who steps out and becomes that number one tight end. Cause I think this is the bridge year and probably the last year that uh, Mo is that guy. So I don't even think these young guys step up. I, I think, I think the starting tight end is actually going to be Jelani. I think I hope that that's my pick as well. I think, I think when it comes to the style of offense that Shane likes to run with, uh, if AR starts and, you know, I just think, Jelani fits the style, uh, the downfield type threat. Yeah, fast, big. No, I don't even know who. Hold on, hold on. I'm not saying anything about Ogletree because he hasn't got a play. He hasn't. hasn't done. I mean, yeah, he was hurt. He was injured. Yeah, no, he has. He is fully healthy. 
Okay. No, I, he is now. I'm saying we haven't got to see him. But though. at the same time, I'm not putting him up on the top with Jelani when I haven't seen him do anything. Well, he was he was splitting first team reps with Jelani. I like it. Okay, that's good. I like it. I'll take both of them, man. I didn't hear I didn't hear much about tight ends today. We have, we have eight we have eight tight ends, so we've got three starters and then four backups. Yeah, yeah. So Five just backups. like what just like what Matt <laughs> said to you guys uh, to everybody, I think uh, the split between Jelani and uh, and Drew Ogletree, I think Mo Ali Cox is going to be an odd man out there. So that's uh, specifically yeah. Why I didn't choose. do not do not forget about Kylan Granson. Steady yeah, exactly, hand. exactly. So I didn't choose that one specifically for a reason, um, but I'm going back here to what Zach had said uh, at, at the Bertos cornerbacks. Um, I think the 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 significant position for us is rookie cornerbacks. When you have to go rookie at cornerbacks, yeah. I think this has to be the most significant battles. Um, the one I love the most um, is that Kenny Moore is looking like 2022 Kenny. Not the contract Kenny, the one before that. I mean, this guy has been playing inside. He's been playing outside. And I don't want to say he's been locking people up, but I want to say every time he's been matched on MPJ, has been an incompletion. Yes. He's been, he's been doing well. And he has to because Dallas loving Flowers. The way, then loving the way he's been playing. Dallas Flowers, obviously, a shorter corner. Uh, he has to play just like Isaiah Rogers would play, even though y'all want to keep killing my guy. I'm gonna tell you right. I'm gonna tell you right now. I don't think Dallas Flowers has the ball skills as Isaiah Rogers had, oh, or the DraftKings account. Very, yeah, very significant. He has the speed. He has the ability. I don't know if he can play the exact same way, um, but I, I, I love that competition there. Um, and then once we see Juju. Juju's who I really want to see that would tell me a crap ton of what we're going to be at cornerback because obviously when you have rookie cornerbacks, you're cooked in this league. This is a passing league. Mm-hmm. You just you just don't win with rookies. I mean, I, I mean, you could ask Zach. Zach is probably the biggest hater on rookies, especially paying that position. Um, but <clears throat> I think Juju playing that position at rookie. Oh, that's a sauce gardener. I'm, that's a first round pick, bro. Uh, I'm I mean, saying. I'm just, I'm just I, I, I get what rookie you're saying. Court, rookie, what rookie BBs have been solid the last the couple past, of years. The past, past couple yeah. years, the past Patrick couple Sertain, years, yes. that dude's a stud. I mean, that's a first round pick, but yeah, Woolen is the one that I would say, yeah, we have the ability. Um, but Juju hasn't practiced because of a wrist injury. I want to say today was his day. Legitimately, out there. stop laughing, David. This ain't funny, bro. If we gotta watch rookie quarterbacks, if we gotta watch, if if we gotta watch rookie quarterbacks get cooked, I'm gonna be upset all season. But I think, to be fair, flowers because he's gonna get cooked, dog. If he actually is good, no, no, send you flowers and give you your flowers. Hey, that's all good. I might expect some some expensive flowers as well. (laughs) (laughs) I think, uh, I think this rush is gonna look good. Yeah, so I think – yeah, exactly. That's what I think it will come back to, our pass rush. But I don't think our competition is there because I think we know who our starters are as far as defensive ends, and I think we know who our tackles are as far as defensive tackles. Oh, yeah. Our one and our three takes. So I don't think that's where the competition will come down to. I think it will come down to being beat. Obviously, oh. when you're a small corner, you can be beat by a big threat. Kind of a dark horse position battle, but I think one that's not getting talked about enough is the safety spot with uh, Nick Cross and Blackman. 
because there's another pre- there's another dark horse that you upset me. I thought you were going to say it, Rodney Thomas. And, no, and it's it's the um, that Gus Bradley has really noticed an improvement in Nick Cross from year one to year two. Nice. He talked no, about him. He talked about him. Is just he's just stingy, bro. He's like one of them type of people where like he see a position as his baby. He don't just want to give it to anybody. Like he like right. he like wants to be stingy with it. So I think that's right. that's, that's everyone on our team though. That's our whole staff. It's like but I mean that because that's again um, they, they did that whole Blackman hasn't practiced right, and so Nick Cross is getting those reps. They did that whole third three safety look last year, and you know that was value a valuable look for Indianapolis when McLeod was playing. Mm-hmm. So I look for Indianapolis to be heavy again with three safeties. So adding using Nick Cross down at the line of scrimmage or whatever is definitely a positive in that aspect. I'm with that. I like that. What what was your other dark horse position, Matt? Linebacker. How? It's set. How? Hold on. We so play use a dog. We play predominantly two linebackers at a right. time. Yeah. And I do think there's a battle between Zaire and EJ Speed. No, 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 no. Zaire's our linebacker number two. If if Shaq is completely healthy, he's that guy. Yeah, and then, it, about that and then if they yeah. roll, if they really want to, you could probably, because he's a big safety, you could probably put Cross at a linebacker spot too and use him for his speed. I, will I, I, want, I 100% agree with Zach there. I will like there is no way that that to me that's the one position on defense besides the front four I don't worry about. Set it, forget it. Yeah, I don't worry about it either. One hundred percent. I definitely give the edge to uh, Zaire. I mean, he, he was he was really solid for us. He's been solid for us. But I will say, playing devil's advocate, the snaps that we saw EJ Speed get last year, he played well. Like there was a couple times EJ jumped out to me. And I'm like, hey, like we're finally getting something this out is, of this guy. This so is if, why if he continues that trend. Like this is why our linebacker room is literally a revolving door. That door is one in, one out. Every time you see a guy. Saw Play Walker go, Stiller. saw Bobby go. Yep. Anthony so, Walker. So, hold on, hold on. So, Anthony Walker, Bobby O replaced Anthony Walker. Bobby O's gone. Sire Franklin's here. Sire Franklin's going to be gone because EJ Speed's going to play there. Then EJ Speed's going to be gone. Any other linebacker we have after that's going to take his spot. It's just a revolving door because Chris Ballard knows linebackers. So, so I don't think that is a revolving door because of the fact that I think EJ Speed will cover for whoever needs to cover. That's out. literally a revolving door. Literally just I, don't, I don't, but I don't think it's a revolving door because I think when you have those two guys, they're both going to okay. want to stay on the field. Uh, I think Shaq's going to want to prove himself every single play. I think yeah. Zaire's going to want to prove himself every single play. So until they absolutely need to come out, but I don't think EJ. It's will been proven that play. every every linebacker we've had outside of Shaq does not get paid. That's, got a second contract. that's how it is. That is how it's a revolving door. That's literally yeah. what I just explained. Yeah, but you went, that can, and you that went, can be a, you went that totally can be a somewhere revol- else. That can be a, that can be a revolving door. Both of those guys got two year deals, Zaire so that's not a revolving deal. door. Oh, Zaire is on a three year deal, so that means he's stuck for another two yeah. years. So that's not a revolving door. That means I'm going to play until I'm tired, and then you can come in and make a play. Well, that, Colts that invested like too, forty though. million in the linebacker room this offseason. Exactly. Yeah. So I don't, I don't, I don't think that's a revolving door at all. I think that's we're solidified until we're not. So until a guy needs a breath or they're hurt, the other guy isn't playing. Maybe if you said three or four position at linebacker is going to be a door, then then I so agree. But that, I don't think two to one to two 
I think you just not going to be open. open. That's okay. That that's the only thing I disagree with Demarco in that they're going to play till they're tight because I think what we saw last year with Gus is that he he's really on top of like rotating guys in and out. We saw a lot of guys that didn't usually get play time uh, get a rotate in, especially at safety and even like like I said, like we saw EJ speed a fair amount last year. We saw Ben Bannigan play like we saw guys okay. that rotate it. So it's not just it. They're the Ooh. guy until they're tired. They would. <laughs> Be able to come out and actually play. Zach, you, you kill me, bro. Yeah, um, that's that's no, my bro, that was no, 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 real quick, real quick, real quick to argue against that, real quick, though, Trent. If if Shaq was one hundred percent Shaq, how much rotation do we see between Shaq, Bobby Okereke, and those other guys? Please tell me. Yeah, less Zaire wouldn't that. touch Shaq the field. Is, I'm, I'm talking specifically because but that's what I'm saying. Zaire and EJ. Yeah, that was, but that's what I'm talking about. But but that's what I'm saying. I can if, see EJ getting like thirty, yeah, seventy, so, like thirty percent. Okay, so but, seventy percent. But that's my point. But EJ Speed played 100 percent of special team snaps. Mm-hmm. Zaire Franklin played 100 percent of special team snaps. Hey, so last if, year, if Shaq is, if Shaq is healthy Hold and Okariki is healthy, then but we don't gone. see. Here's, here's a number. See, no, I'm just saying those rotations though. Zaire's not coming off the field. Here's here's the numbers right here. Last year, uh, EJ Speed had 314 defensive snaps. The year before that, hold on. The the year before that, he had 146. Because of health. Because of health to Shaq. That's that's what I'm trying to tell you guys. Like if it's not if it's not health, you're not seeing Shaq. And it's not you, Zach. It's not you, Zach. Uh, it was Damon's. Um. If if Shaq is healthy and Okariki is healthy, you're not seeing other linebackers come off the field. And and from Zach's perspective, how he always talks about overpaying guys, I don't see a point to pay overpay Okariki when you can get that same split between Zaire Franklin and EJ Speed. That's just my point there. Yeah, that, I think we're saying so, the same thing there. That that's what Matt was talking about with a, a revolving door. Is that like we replaced Okariki. With Zaire, and then you, if, if you Zaire went left that field with my point. Him out, yeah, right. Yeah. I, I think I think we're saying roughly the same thing. Yeah, yeah. There are three positions. I'm not, I'm not, I don't know. I don't know. I, just, I, just, I, I think we play two linebackers. Yeah. Well, we do, we do. But if your name's not Shaq, Valor drafts you're, linebackers. You're, you're moved. Like it's, running backs. You're not the I you're mean, not the only guy on the field. I mean, somewhat. If not a lot so, of so last year, so last year, Zaire, Zaire took hundred percent of the snaps because he was in place of Shaq. If Shaq's on yeah. the field, Zaire's going to be the guy that's not taking hundred percent snaps. Okay, but if I'm Zaire, looking at everything I've seen from Zaire, I'm not coming off the field unless I'm hurt. But Gus He's coming off the field when Gus tells him to. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't give a he damn what, what Gus you tells have to. Me. What do you mean? What the fuck no are you bro, you can't just different. tell the coach no. No, no, I will tell the coach no. I was in your cut. I led the, I lead I lead the Colts organization in tackles. Not Shaq. You, you lead the liquor Not store and how many bottles you bought today. Not Shaq. <laughs> but no, you, you can try you can try and make you can try and make jokes all you want to. But Zaire leads the, the Indianapolis Colts He's great. in tackles. Yeah, but that's single Shaq. season. Bro. Yeah, single season, but it doesn't matter. I'm just But if I'm like, Darius, I'm like, bro, you got any all pros? You got any Pro okay, Bowls? Okay. Like, no, no, no. I'm not saying Shaq. I'm saying number two. I'm, I'm, I'm not, not coming saying, off the field. I'm not coming off the field unless I'm hurt, unless I, I maybe I'm terrible in coverage. If you're saying that he's going to be terrible in coverage, he had a, okay. He had, he, had 57, he had 57 more tackles than EJ Speed. That's it. Bro. 
that's bro, not I'm, even that's not even really that much compared to the okay, 100. I'm, hold I'm, on, I'm, hold on. I'm using literal stats compared to the 100% of snaps. No, I'm just that, not hold, gonna argue. Come on, man. You keep saying no. 100% of the snaps that Zaire got, EJ Speed got 23%. And you only have 57 more tackles. I don't care if you led the damn team in tackles at that point. Okay. Bro, I, that I'm means that you're not that, that far team. ahead. Okay. Like, you are not that saying, far ahead. Whole, so you don't lead shit on this team. The whole reason I'm saying is I'm saying I'm not going to argue that. But who would you rather be on field? So so my point isn't like who would you rather be? It's it's a good strategy from coaching to just swap guys out fairly often and like get those that those fresh legs in, give this guy a chance not, to get a break and then put him back in. Like but that's, that's all I'm saying. Arguing, but that's not what I'm arguing. I'm saying that's what I just said. You guys are arguing against what I just said. I said, I'm not coming out unless I'm tired. That's what I you, just you said. said you injured. <laughs> no, I said injured or tired. That's the only two reasons that you're you, rotating. You come out depending on personnel grouping and scheme. It's not just all about if you're tired or not. Yeah, so that's personnel and scheme. That means if I'm coming out, Nick Cross, a safety, no. somebody smaller. Is oh, you are crazy. You are crazy. Okay, I'm, I'm just drunk. But Jalen Jones is doing good. Says Ash, I'm just hey, I'm, I'm going I, I, to bed, y'all, because I got to work at like four in the morning. So, like, it peace, did uh, hot sauce, go Colts. I'll see y'all when I see y'all. Deuces, homies. All right, man, go Colts. Um, yeah, as we come up on hour two here, man, we spent a lot of time on JT today. Yeah, way too much. We, we sure did. We sure did because there was a hell of a lot there. Uh, Jordan says, I'm also wrong. If the coach says he's off, he's off. I totally get that. But in my opinion, I just feel like if you're Zaire or you're Shaq, the only reason you're coming off the field is if you're injured or you're hurt. I agree with, um, I agree with Shaq. Obviously, I agree obviously, with Shaq, but I don't agree with Zaire. Obviously, what Matt said, when it comes to personnel and scheme, you're going to want to switch up those things. So you got to come off when the coach tells you to come off. But I'm just saying, if I'm Zaire, I've already played in the sack position for uh, the shack position for an entire year. If I'm not tired, if I'm not hurt, I, I wouldn't see a reason why I'm coming off because I'm trying to read up, read yeah. up on my contract. I, I get it. He he doesn't want to. I think that's just how Gus approaches it. Though. Yeah, like, it he, is. He's, he's been heavy with with snap rotations. I'm not saying like a bad thing at all. I think that's just how he approaches it. That's his strategy, and I, 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 I I'm not against it personally. For sure. I feel it there. I feel it there. I ain't, I ain't too much upset with you. I'm just saying in that position. I'm just saying if I'm Zaire, I'm, 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 I'm on a one-year deal where I'm trying to get paid. Like, I'm not coming out. Um, <laughs> he said, what do you say, Coach? What do you say? Hold yeah, on. <laughs> I, I couldn't hear you. I couldn't tell you. Hey, EJ, go back. I couldn't hear Coach. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, what's the play, Shaq? Oh, yeah, yeah. Hurry up. Let's get it. <laughs> All right, boys. I don't know about y'all, but I'm about to hop off too, man. Yeah, man, it's getting late. It's all good. It's been an hour and a half on. Hey, Rob, you came in a little late here, man. But um, at the end of the day, Jim Mercy never gives us a cold day. Appreciate everybody who came in tonight, all 26 viewers or more, if there were more. Uh, yeah, there were more. Thank you all very much. Appreciate you guys. Uh, please like, comment, subscribe, share, whatever you guys can do. We appreciate you guys, and uh, we hope this JT court situation settles out pretty firm. And if the, if this is your first time listening, man, we do this every Saturday, roughly eight fifteen ish. You know, 
Uh, every Saturday evening, we're on talking Colts football, man. And we're still working on setting up uh, other sports as well. So be on the lookout for that. But and for fantasy sake, yeah. whoever didn't know, Sony Michelle retired today. Oh. See you later. Oh. He was a decent bag. Hey, I'm getting paid, though. Sean McVay. Uh, Sean McVay. No, yeah, man. Appreciate everybody for coming through. We got a lot of viewers tonight. Obviously, never being a uh, being a Colts fan is never an old uh, dull day. So we appreciate you guys for coming through. Thanks, go Colts. Always go, go Colts, baby. He is going to drop the throw. Fires deep along the right sideline for Alec, Alec Pierce. Pierce. He's got it. Touchdown! Touchdown! Alec Pierce spikes it into the.